Welcome, welcome, welcome to the pretty good, pretty good podcast, podcast universe. Universe. All right. Well, enough of that bullshit. So, welcome everyone. So, as you might be able to tell, there's a little bit of a changeup going on in the pretty good universe here, and we're gonna start uh, diversifying, like your funds in a shitty bear market. And we are going to start exploring other areas than just cooking and just YouTube. And in the inaugural episode of Pretty Good uh, Podcast Universe World here, we are going to enter a pretty good television episode. And joining me today, some of you know him, some of you love him. He's sweaty. He's in Ohio. <laughs> He's... Patrick! Hi, Bert. Hi. Hello. I don't know. You sit through all of that. Hi, hi you. Hey, hey, good seeing you, buddy. How's, how's your hair looking? Oh, you, I'm, I'm saying hi to all the fans. Oh, oh. hey, hey. Hey, hey man. Hey. You lost weight. You look uh. great. Hey, man, how's that? How's the fan? It's very crowded in here. Oh my god, there's so many people. Just what a packed what a packed audience. Packed house. So, uh some of you might remember Pat from two or three pretty good cooking podcast episodes. Yeah. Um and Pat, like myself, is also a television slash film lover as well. So when we uh when I start thinking about, hey, let's uh let's do a little bit more here. Let's give Phil a little bit of a break. Let's continue giving content to the world, and uh, uh, Pat was my uh, my 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 first uh, my first call, my first text. I appreciate that, man. I really do. Do, do people know uh, what's going on with Philip? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They know. I would like to 
I would like to thank Courtney and Phil for having a baby, giving me this opportunity. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, they dropped that on me. Yeah. Phil drops on me that he was having a kid at like my birthday party or something like that. And I was like, holy shit, I need to be buying you a drink, my friend. And uh, we're, Instead, we're I bought Courtney for... a drink, and I said, I'm not ready. <laughs> Instead, I bought myself a drink, and I said, who is this for again? Oh, yes, me. <laughs> it's my birthday. Why'd you try to steal the thunder? <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so um, when I got to talking to Pat about, hey, what do we want to do? Um, uh, as you know, he, he is now running his own Dungeons & Dragons-based podcast. That's right. And what better way to intersect both of our worlds than to talk about Stranger Things Part Four, uh, Season Four, Part One, mm. which dives heavily into that nerd bullshit known as D and D. Well, I think uh, a lot of the episodes talked about D and D too, but it was just kind of more like a side thing to L's like weird freakish abilities, Eleven. Yeah, and yeah. Um, now now we now we got a cool guy who's in the oh, cool D and D guy. Yeah, yeah. I uh, have you seen the uh, the internet backlash, the angry TikToks in regards to him? No. Oh, I thought everyone liked him. No, no, no. It's it's not that. It's the um, like the the crusty fucking awful metal incels um, are mad because he wears a stupid battle vest. And now they're all like, oh, like they're getting like uh, comments like, oh, are you trying to be what's his name, Eddie? Or something. I think oh, it's Eddie or oh. uh, fuck. I have it here somewhere. Yeah, Sorry, Eddie. About, yeah, yeah. Eddie, right, so are you yeah. trying to be Eddie with that vest? So they're, they're very upset that Eddie ruined, you know, the, the, their vest with their <laughs> with their really cool Iron Maiden and Bad Religion uh, fucking shit on it. So yeah, yeah. That, that's the current backlash. But we do. We were introduced to a cool guy this season who made a cool guy club. For yeah. cool guys only, um, no girls, uh, until they do allow a girl. Until they allow a girl, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, off the bat, I'm just going to warn everybody, this is a spoiler-heavy episode. So, it's been One out now, f- what, two, three weeks? Something like that? It's been out a fair amount. Uh, initial release, July 15th. I'm looking at it right now. Well, that so. Wait, July July 15th? I think so, right? That's the fu- that's the future, Pat. No. Or are you talking oh, about part I'm looking, two? I am sorry. It's in July fifteenth to twenty sixteen. I'm looking at. The, Wait, here we go. Episode one, episode. May May twenty seventh. Here we go. May twenty seventh. Okay, so yeah. you 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 nerds had three weeks. Yeah. So don't get mad at me because you don't know who Eddie the cool guy is with that's his right, with his uh, what's the name of his club? Hell's Hell something. The Hell's. Uh, Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> the Hell's, uh, the Satanic Hell's Kitchen Club. Hell's, <laughs> no, it was, uh, what was it? Hellfire Club. That's it, Hellfire, Hellfire, Hellfire Club. Yeah. Yes, the Hellfire Club with, you know, sweet, sweet 80s graphics. Here's the thing. I mean, I love Stranger mm-hmm. Things, and that's why we're talking about it. But aren't you a little tired just of, like, the, fetish, the fetishization of 80s everything right now? How like everything has to be eighties, and I love synthwave, and I'm I love that like I can get really good modern synthwave and shit, because I'm also a vinyl person, like an asshole, 
uh, and I don't care about the planet apparently and other things. But yeah, man, does everything have to be the eighties now? I, I tell you, man, I think, uh, it's just, it's what the, it's like. Everything comes in a cycle, right? It's what they say. Like every trend eventually will come back around and be trendy again. I have a fanny pack that you've you've been wearing that that (laughs) has nothing to do with the current state like Uh, you're like this is uh, not to go off topic but i own a fanny pack i own a fanny pack so i'm super cool uh yeah no i mean (laughs) i love how you're married you're the married one in this conversation (laughs) (laughs) yeah something off topic about the fanny pack is i wore it one day into something and a guy (laughs) looked at me and he said not to not to i know it was my barber he's like not to like crack on you or anything but you look kind of like zach galifianakis in uh the hangover <laughs> and i'm like fuck you man I just cut my hair <laughs> that sucks <laughs> oh you're much more svelte than gold zach was in that movie I appreciate that man yeah you're looking good looking good um yeah, so that's kind of and, and it's today actually is also the day that the the newest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade style beat 'em up game came out, Shredder's Revenge, and really? like the entire opening is literally the our eighties is the eighties cartoon show opening, and has Michael Patton from Faith No More singing the theme, and it's like all right, I'm, now now I'm also gonna play it because it is free on Game Pass, so I am also a hypocrite in complaining about these things. Because I do like the TMT, TMNT brawlers, but yeah, I mean, come at me, bro. But ser- it's seriously, it's a classic game. Yeah, it's gonna be funny. They're like, um, obviously, that's for uh, you know us, us millennial folk. Um, how how many Zoomers are gonna know that version of the cartoon? Honestly, unless you're a gamer, like gamers, obviously, because they've got nothing better to do. But yeah. the casual person, they're gonna be like, "What is this? This isn't the CGI." <laughs> shit on Cartoon Network or whatever it aired at. But. It, was, it was certainly a different time. For sure. Yep. So anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> so this has, it's, here's the funny thing. We're searching for the, uh, the name of the D&D Nerds Club. Uh, mm. Episode one, it's called the Hellfire Club. Mm. So Of course it was. So yeah. it wasn't like it was directly in front it of me. buried in there. <laughs> <laughs> You know how I prepared for this episode, guys? I didn't. <laughs> Pull up the wiki. Yeah, I pulled up the wiki, so I'll have it here so we can, we can touch on it. So if we're getting too far ahead or behind, or if I forget, we can we, we can dive back and forth. Um, yeah. And I did, I fucking, I marathon this. I did do a, a single day. Came out, was the 27th of Friday, I think, probably. I think I stayed mm-hmm. up and watched the whole thing, if I remember right. I don't know if... I think um, so. What what ended up happening for us is we had our anniversary and we did like a staycation type situation. And every night, we, you know, as we were eating dinner, we were like, let's watch something. So we just watched this and we watched all seven periodically throughout the time I had off of work. So yeah, it was good, man. So at least it was, it'll probably be fresher for you then. I would, you know, oof. I had to. Yeah, all right, good. My short term memory is shit. I gotta <laughs> tell you. <laughs> good. This will go great for everybody. Yeah. All right. Well, the first episode, basically, we kind of, we jump ahead. Everybody's Mm. everywhere. It's been nine months. We got 11 with Joyce and they're all living out in California now. Yeah. Will and Jonathan, all that bullshit. Mm. 11 is, here's the thing. 
the way Eleven's playing her, is, is she trying to be Winona Ry- a version of, I mean, she's dressing like her, right? Like a lesbian lumberjack outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, it's, I think, her, I think her attire is supposed to re- like portray the idea that, you know, she's living with a family that has only had boys up to this point <laughs> with uh, Will and Jonathan. And, um, there, you know, Joyce has never been well off. She's always been kind of a, uh, lower class. Yeah. She was like, well, like a, she was like working at like a farm, like a checkout person yeah, like so, farms yeah. or something. So it, I think what they're trying to say there is Eleven's just not like wearing the neon eighties <laughs> attire. She's wearing like a uh, farmer girl's dress or some shit. It was, know. it was, here's my gripe. And maybe, maybe just cause it's been, how long do we, I mean, we waited forever. It felt like for mm-hmm. this to, to drop. So it's been probably like two years, but I felt like her mannerisms while speaking didn't feel like her, like I felt by the end of season three, she wasn't as awkward in her manner of speech. Like she's almost, especially when she gets up to do her, um, presentation with her diorama of her daddy's house yeah like it felt very like arrested development i'm a nine-year-old and however i'm old i'm supposed to pretend to be even though i'm 20 something uh body uh it just felt a little infantile to me but i i don't know like i don't feel like she was at that point at the end of three didn't it feel like at the end of three she had grown yeah i think well i don't know man like is are they trying to like do this thing where she feels less secure secure without her like uh, uh powers and shit because like up to that point she was like i mean mike even said it at a certain point throughout the series he's like you're a superhero i fucking love you you're a superhero that's how he said <laughs> yeah. it you saved the world you're a fucking superhero. and she's like i don't have my powers no more the, the show if you haven't seen it, they all talk like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This and is this changed. isn't a stretch. So if, if you haven't watched, you should definitely tune in for exactly that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they but... all talk like Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, brother. Snap into some powers. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think Elle is learning what it means to be a kid again, just like a normal kid. Because, uh, I mean, like, you saw her history with, like, how she grew up mostly as in those weird, like, I don't know, that sanitized-looking... Yeah, like, old ICBM bunker kind of... Bunker, yeah. 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 But that's the other thing, too. So she's she's in... I don't know what... Is she, are they supposed to be freshmen? Is that what's going on? Freshman or sophomore or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Because it's it, it is supposed to be high school, and Eddie, yeah. cool guy Eddie, is supposed to be like on his fifth run at being a senior. Um, yeah. Cool guys, cool guy, graduate on time. That's right. Um, but it's like, well, then how did she? Like when you move, I mean, I do. I I understand it was the eighties, and they probably didn't have electronic mm-hmm. records. But she had no schooling under her belt, right? Oh, you know yeah, what I, I don't mean? Know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. like. I, I, I'm sure she could do like basic math and reading and stuff. And that was probably part of her bunker learning. Mm-hmm. But um, past that, I mean, 
Like, see what yeah, I'm getting at? Like, how is she in there? Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. She, she definitely read a book when she was in the bunker, but she doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. She doesn't have any, like, records of schooling stuff or whatever. Mm. I wonder if maybe her ties with uh, any of, the, like, the local police officers or, I don't know, FBI or whatever the fuck. Uh <laughs> There seems to be like every form of government that's like yeah, yeah. wants a piece of this pie essentially. And, the and pie what's being... the um the younger son is that's Will right? Will's mm-hmm. the younger one. How yeah. about how about he looks like he's old enough to be my dad now? Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> that bowl cut man. That was he, quite the decision. And he was supposed and he was I I believe also the youngest of the group right? He was because he's supposed to be younger than than the rest of the whatever I they call so, themselves. Yeah. I forget what their old D. They used to call themselves by the their old D and D like club name. Mm. I forget what they used to call themselves, but he, I believe he was the youngest of that whole group. The but, Heckfire Club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the H E Double Hockey Stick Club. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think. Uh, I mean, even just bringing up Will, I think it's funny how like he kind of took a back seat. Yeah, he's after barely the, after in this. First He's barely in this, and when he is, he doesn't say anything. No. They they made him, like, so uninteresting. I don't know. Yeah, he's... Will's a paperweight, and then Jonathan is, like, a pothead for some reason. (laughs) Jonathan's a pothead with his, uh, take... Stealing the scene's friend... Argyle. Yeah, Mr. Socks. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I saw a thing that said, like, um... Almost every side character in the show on this season has taken over the show. Mm-hmm. Like Eddie, Argyle, Murray, the the dude with glasses. Yeah, Murray was great this Joyce, season. Joyce, yeah. Uh, what's his face? That kid with like the bad with the goofy teeth and lisp. His girlfriend living in that strange ass house. <laughs> yeah. She was pretty great. What the fuck is that, dude? Is it? Are they family? Or I, just... I at that point when that ep- I don't remember what episode it is. We'll have to look when that yeah. when that episode came up. I wasn't sure if I was having a fever dream or if this was ever. Do you ever just like pause something to get up and move around to make sure it's not just you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it was. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? I need to get up real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'm before my skin becomes part of this couch. Um, I need to make sure that this this fever dream is actually occurring. <laughs> yeah. Fucking a. Fucking so, a, dude. So yeah, that that's later. But yeah, so we're checking in on Joyce's whatever. Joyce is her normal self. Will is 35 years old. Jonathan's a pothead. Eleven's dressed like a lesbian lumberjack um, who's acting more infantile than she's ever acted. Yeah, and then they shave her head again. Yeah, yeah, at the end. Um, She's upset because she has no power, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she gets bullied, and then she, like, does the... With her hand. Yeah, right. Everybody just laughs at her because she's a nerd. (laughs) <laughs> she, she thinks she has superpowers. Yep. Oh, superpowers. Um, she whacks a kid in the face with a royal blade. What was and then and then the first one is when we get the Russian doll too with the message about uh, Hopper, which I think yes. would have been more of a monumental moment if uh, now I can't remember the dude's name, the guy who plays Hopper. Oh, uh, David Hopper, Jim Hopper. Yeah, whatever the guys, the actual actor. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. His name is David. So, Harbor. David Harbor. There we go. So, 
because at the end of three, it was left ambiguous. Mm-hmm. But then he pretty much like on all the press stuff was like, oh, I thought it was pretty obvious that he escaped. It said American at the end. And it's like, yeah. well, that kind of ruined the reveal in the because like kind of I mean, let all right. So let's say that this is your first you decide to just start watching Stranger Things now because people don't shut up about it. So you decide to marathon all three and you haven't seen any of that shit, then maybe it's it's like, ooh, he is alive. Oh, my God. But like at this point, <laughs> after it's been two years of press and a, and a delay from COVID, it's like, all right, this isn't a big moment. Yeah. This is, this is no, just a it, moment. So, yeah, it wasn't that big of a. I mean, it's nice that, that, that because of that, it leads into a lot more Murray screen time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And I'm getting kind of. I don't know about you. I'm getting a little tired of the uh, Winona Ryder Joyce shtick. It's like, you know what I mean? Like it's almost like slapsticky the way she overreacts to everything anymore. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I like it's funny. I like Winona Ryder more now acting than I did when she was like in her prime. Really? Because what was what it? Girl was Interrupted was her big one. Yeah. What else was she in? I'll look at this up. Real like, quick. Girl Interrupted. She was in Alien Resurrection. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands. Ugh. I fucking hate Tim Burton. Other than Beetlejuice, I hate Tim Burton. <laughs> Tim Burton can suck some to all of my dick. Oh, man. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? It's... I I feel the same way I do about um, him and... Is it Paul Wes Anderson? Which which is the one that does, like, uh, the Royal Tenenbaums and Rushmore? Oh, Wes Anderson, yeah. Wes Anderson. Like, that... Like, I get you have an aesthetic, but can we get some kind of variety? And being zany, I, I, I like, enough, enough with the zany. We don't need to be zany. Yeah. And, and there Cut are other out. actors. You got a brand? Stop doing that brand. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, Tim Burton, like, you, you know, like, you don't have to put Johnny Depp in everything. Like, there are other actors. I know, but, like, oh, man, I love Wes Anderson, too, though, man. I hate to say that. That's okay. You, you just said you don't. That's all right. My, my buddy Emily, who I'll, I'll be uh, when I'm out visiting you, you lovely folks, who I stay yeah. with. That that's her favorite uh, director. So that's I think that's favorite. also maybe part of it because she's forced me to watch pretty much everything that's ever come out with him. I think we saw, if I remember, I believe her and I saw Rushmore in the theater, and I and I, I just wanted to end my my existence at that point. What was it? Rushmore. Rushmore. Oh, I haven't seen Rushmore. Oh. That's the one I have not seen. I'm hmm. sorry. Hmm. <laughs> no, I uh, I loved like um, the Darjeeling Limited. I think is my favorite film, and he directed that. So, I mean, everybody's welcome to their opinion, even yeah. when, even when it's wrong. <sighs> Where was I getting with this? Oh, uh, we were talking about Winona Ryder and her Winona. and her shtick. I do like, but um, I thought she um, you can almost tell um what scenes were filmed when because she's a little slapsticky sticky at this point but by the end it's it's a little less keystone cops like when they're actually in russia yeah like it didn't feel as yeah you know i do you think so when did you ever see that like video when she like accepted an award and she did that whole like looking around business do you know what i'm talking about it sounds real familiar they, she she was up on the stage with a group of people and she was looking around like she was hearing voices or some shit. Mm. And I um I always just thought that that was like her trying to like like play like play as her character or whatever like mm-hmm. 
oh no, I still hear Will or some stupid shit or whatever. Uh, um, but Keely seems to think that Winona is actually off her rocker, <laughs> like as a person. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about all that, but I guess there's I guess she could technically that. be considered a child actor, and that's normally what happens. Oh, yeah, true. You got like an 80-20% chance that you're going to be completely fucking insane. <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, if if the Feld dog Corey Feldman has anything to say about it, yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right, so we get that she gets her Russian doll. Yes. Then we see Mike and Dustin. They so Dustin that's the one with the the, the lisp and the, and the shitty teeth. So he they, and and Mike like he's like uh, like when you get a puppy that's gonna be have long legs but they have their body hasn't grown into it yet. That's like what his body type is right now. Like he's got yeah. these long, lanky limbs that just don't look right. Um, yeah, you know. So he, they're they're part of that. And um, what's his face? Lucas. Um, yes. Lucas goes this off and joins. The, yeah. So he's. What did it? Why was it? What was the reasoning? It was it college? Why did he say? Or do you just want to be left alone? Um, I think he was. I think he was trying to break them into like the cool scene or something like that. That's mm. what he was saying. At a certain point. And so, like, him being on the basketball team, even if it means he's riding the pine, <laughs> means <We're, laughs> he's going to break the, the whole crew in or some shit. I don't know. Little did he know that Eddie Munson was the cool guy and not Eddie Munson. and not popped collar white dude. Don't remember his name. <laughs> I don't either. Who was that? Oh, shit. What's... The, the, the boyfriend of Chrissy. Chrissy's boyfriend. Yeah. He doesn't deserve a name. Um. No, we're deciding he doesn't deserve a name. Yep, Chris. Chris uh, okay. is it Fred? No, the Fred is the nerd, the kid with Nancy. Ah, uh, whatever. It's probably in a synopsis later. But yeah, that asshole. Basically, yeah. he's the, he's the captain of the basketball team. He's just the a, dude who just a uh, created a witch hunt against D and D players. Yeah, he he basically, if you saw the newest Halloween movie, Halloween Kills, where mm-hmm. what's what's his face from Breakfast Club, just like, uh evil dies tonight like that was literally like the same fucking speech except in the stranger world uh stranger things world it's like all right i've seen this already and it didn't work then and it doesn't work now granted i don't know which one was filmed first but this is really silly yeah man i that uh his his whole storyline to me feels like like how people consume politics sometimes you know, because it's like uh, he gets all this like information, but it's all about perspective. Right. It's all about the way that he saw things. And so, like, he sees his girlfriend is dead in a and d guy's like trailer. Right. And then he goes around that same guy, D&D guy, Eddie. And then one of his best friends gets mangled in, in the lake. And so he's like, fuck. <laughs> D&D witchcraft. It's gotta be. Like, <laughs> oh, oh the, they're all connecting now. That all makes perfect sense. Lewis was talking about D&D being evil. He plays D&D. I saw evil. It all connects. I gotta tell the whole township. I'm gonna break in on <laughs> a probably important speech that the police are having. Yeah, right. Balls. The white privilege on that boy to get in front of the <laughs> police and say, this meeting is now mine. Shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. If Lucas were to run up, this is the eighties, man. He would have, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> that kid would have been done. <laughs> but anyway, let's go back to the first. So we're back in the first still. We meet that douche. 
we see that Lucas is now on the basketball team, right. and he 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 uh, gets take well. So it comes down to so they're having their final battle in their D and D campaign. Mm-hmm. So he has to choose between going to the championship game, even though he rides the pine the whole fucking time, right? Or hanging out with his real friends playing D and D, and he chooses basketball. Yeah, and he ends up he's trying to get in the cool crowd. Remember, yes. that's the whole objective there. Yeah. So and then he drips a three in. And wins it for everybody, and and <laughs> yeah. and, and the you know hey, he scored three points the entire season, but he's the man now. It's the man, he's, man. He's the man. Um, and then during this whole time, they're trying to recruit more players for their D and D cool guy league. Sure. Uh, and Erica gets swung in there. Lucas's yeah, the, the 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 wise cracking mouthy sister that we remember from uh the mall stuff from last year uh, yeah in the russian catacombs of the mall <clears throat> so a friend i had sat down with a couple friends about this this is a this is a shout out reference um to brian shout out brian well, let, let uh, me get, uh, he he uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> here's a theory which i really enjoy during that scene when um, they are cutting back and forth between the basketball and the D&D. They are showing on the D&D board um, a lot of people falling down and dying. Like uh, Eddie was like basically killing them off left mm-hmm. and right. And um, there was maybe like two people left, which was Dustin and Erica. And they all started like chanting, to the death, to the death. Uh, and if... If there's any correlation between the D and D game, um, because and, they named the the guy Vecna after the guy in the D and D, yeah, right. Um, then the the theory is that there's going to be a lot of the kids dying in this this finale season. And do you think um, they'll? Do you think they weren't even able to kill Hopper? Do you think they're going to kill a kid? The only one they killed was fucking Rudy. Brother, I. <laughs> yeah, uh, you mean Sam? Sam uh, from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, right? yeah, Samwell, Rudy. Sam, they, yeah. they killed him off. Yeah, they killed him. Well, and um, Barb, shitty Nancy's Barbara. friend. Barbara. Uh, but in in as as I as they continue to play the D and D game, um, Dustin rolls an eleven, which is ah huh? name eleven. And he fails. This is deep. So, this is deep. Uh, and then Erica rolls like a high number and succeeds or something like that. And so then like she, roll, she rolls a, a natural twenty, right? She, oh yeah, that's right. She rolls a nat twenty. Yeah. So like the theory is like maybe Eleven doesn't get her powers back. She fails at beating Vec- Vecna or whatever, uh, and someone else has to step up or some shit. Uh, the way that I understand film studies and, and schooling and stuff, where it's like you have to have a character, a proper character arc mm-hmm. with Mike and Eleven, how they ended things between each other before Eleven went off to uh, that little cryo chamber area again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, they they ended it with her saying that like he never says that he loves her and their relationships on the rocks essentially, and so like. The, the history of film tells us that Mike is going to 
try and do something heroic and probably die or get scuffed because of it mm-hmm. because he's looking out for eleven or some shit. So hmm. prediction. Prediction. That's my, that's my hot prediction that Mike will probably die if anyone dies. I think it's Mike. I'd be okay. I'll be honest. My I, well, I, I guess Mike was maybe see well. Will was more well. Will was the focus of season one, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. really say he's the main. Mike was probably the main character. Yeah, if you had to pick somebody, I, I don't love Mike. I don't hate it. Like you know, it's like um, he's kind of a brat. Like when you ask somebody for water and they get you uh, room temperature tap water, like it'll get the job done, and you don't hate it, but you're like, hmm, this could have been better. Could use my cubes. Like, like that's my feelings on him. Yeah, like this could have been better. I, I I don't I don't know if it's the actor or the character he's portrayed. He's just, I mean, I understand. Like I was obviously awkward as a teen. We all were awkward as teen boys. He kind of reminds me of this kid that um, my brother grew up with. That would at he'd play baseball with him, mm-hmm. and every time at bat when he would strike out, he would cry at the plate. Hilarious! <laughs> what a so nerd! Kind of kind of gives me that energy. What a dork! Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I remember when I was a kid, you could actually strike out a t-ball. Apparently, that's not allowed anymore. Yeah, what the fuck? Now they These just keep letting them today. go at it. I mean, granted, you you've never known embarrassment harder in your life than striking out in t-ball, but <laughs> <laughs> it still happened, man. Yeah. Uh, the end of this episode, then, they win the championship game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chrissy, the cheerleader who's dating the captain, because, of course, it's the 80s and that's how that works. She, yeah. she uh, I was going to say hooks up with Eddie. She doesn't hook up with him. She just meets up with Eddie because she wants, what does she want? Eddie's got the hookup. Eddie's got the drugs. I for, what was the drug of choice? I can't remember what the drug of choice was now. Was it Special K or something? Was it ketamine? Yeah, it was Special K. Yeah, you're right. Because she was, she was trying to... She was tripping balls before she was tripping balls, man. She was. Yeah, there was, uh, a, there was the grandfather clock. Was was she was haunted by a grandfather mm-hmm. clock? Yeah, there there was. Um, I forget how it, it works, but essentially, like Vecna, like taps into your insecurities or some shit, or like some kind of troubling past. Or yeah, something if you have like, like a tr- like past trauma that you have like guilt associated with. Mm-hmm. Which we'll, we'll get into, but it doesn't make sense based on once we fi- we find out who Vecna is. Like that's not really at no point does that character relate yeah. to the way that he's attacking. Like it doesn't make any sense. That's but we'll, we'll get into that when we get later because I don't want to reveal. I don't want to spoil the spoilers too early. <laughs> but um, so that this demon who doesn't have a right arm, but he's got like long fingernails on his left. He's all burned up. Comes mm-hmm. strolling. So he like. So they start floating. Chrissy starts floating uh, at like the ceiling of the trailer, and like yes. her eyes go gray. So she's in the she's con- subconsciously in the upside down, but she's still present in the real world. And yeah. he just like slowly meanders over, not a not a not a hurry at all. Walks over, puts his hand on his thing, and says something like, "Oh, you're gonna join me now, or whatever." And right. then I will give it. This has been probably the coolest. The the kill animation that he has yeah, is probably the sick. coolest of the Stranger Things kill animations. Mm-hmm. Like the the demogorgs, all right, and like the like that when Rudy gets killed, that that scene in the lab, mm-hmm. like when all the de- like that that's like bloody, but it wasn't as cool. Like this, they're like getting 
folded like, like a lawn chair. Yeah, like their eyeballs get <laughs> their eyeballs get sucked into their heads. Yeah. And then like all their limbs just get fucking pretzeled out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then they, they just do, though, fall yeah. like a bag of shit to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done with this now. Flump. Yeah. Got all the juice out of that juice box. And yeah, yeah. Threw it on the ground. <laughs> like a discarded Capri Sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beat it, loser. <laughs> and that's how we end. So, and then after that, oh, we forget to mention that. So Sam, um, who was, uh, uh, no, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, Sam's the girl's name, right? No, Max. 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 That's right. And it was a ambiguous name, Max. Yeah. So Max lives in the same trailer park that Eddie lives yeah. in across, yeah. like across. So she sees Chrissy go into this, to it, uh, the camper thing. Her lights flash a little bit, all that kind of shit. And then she just sees Eddie just fucking book it, just panic and leave. So yeah. she's like, what just happened? And then, like, you know, again, next day, oh, my God, a dead birdie. Oh, my God. <laughs> how, does, um, how does Eddie's uncle, dad, whoever owns the trailer, how does yeah. how does he not get accused for murdering Chrissy? <laughs> I don't understand well, I that. Think, yeah. I don't know. Like, he, well, he comes home to it. But is he an upstanding gentleman in the community, and so people trust him? Because like they don't trust Eddie one bit. But why? Because he plays D and D. That makes sense to me. That's why I don't trust what? you. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> My imagination is too insane. Um, but yeah, that was that was kind of a surprising thing to me because I was like, Eddie just set up his uncle or whoever he's living with. But not the case. And um, can we talk about how many hats are in that fucking trailer? Do you, do you do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't know if I noticed if it you, that deep. If you go if you go back and watch, no, it doesn't. But if you go back and watch it, right? You look around the trailer. Mm -hmm. The walls are just covered with fucking hats. Like it's like some it's like art decoration or something. It's just like covered the entire it's wall like the, to wall with hats. It's like the NASCAR aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I got that trucker hat at. Uh, the Indy 500. <laughs> this guy predates Von Dutch. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've been anyway. chasing this fruit fly this entire fucking recording, and I think he just fell on my wine. Mm. Oh, get out of there. No. No. There's still a chance for you to live. Get out. There's still a chance for you to live and not ruin my drink. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a win-win for both of us. I, um, I tried to keep a theme of the show, and I got um, a glass this of This is like old lemonade that was sitting in the fridge oh, that sounds nice uh with uh some tequila so oh. it's just a simple drink it's a i needed something to cool off with man it's hot out here but yeah I've, I've been uh i've been trying to i've been on a diet and i've been trying to curtail weekday drinking but uh had some rough stuff to go through this week and then i was like i'm we're gonna record a podcast and i need to be loose because yeah. of the, the other shit but also because this is the first time going through this um, and normally, honestly, the whole reason this came to mind was I have a, a friend of mine too, that whenever we normally get together, like once or twice a month and like, uh, it's always the point when his wife just leaves the room and just goes, does something else is like when one of us says, Hey, did you, did you ever finish the expanse? 
you'd be like, yeah. And then we just talk for like two hours about the fucking expanse. Because so, <laughs> so, this happens after we've been drinking for like three hours. And it's just right. like, all right, see you later, Jesse. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever, you guys do your thing. So I was like, all right, I need to recapture that moment where I can just bullshit about the minutia of shit I've watched episode yeah. by episode. So that I think that's where, that's pretty much where it ends. So we, we have the Russian doll right. bit, and that's kind of where the the second episode picks up, where we find out Hopper is actually a lot. We we're con- we confirm that he's alive, and that he is he was like getting beaten, and he wasn't giving up any information. So they sent him to uh, it does say here Kamchatka. It's like basically like a Siberian Russia. prison yeah. camp. I'm, I'm guessing it has to be Siberia because of how close it is to Alaska, based okay. on events later. Um, or somewhere in the Arctic Circle, just based cold on how, yeah how fucking cold it is. Yeah. So Joyce is like, "Hey, I know a fucking crazy person I can call who knows languages. I'm gonna call Murray." Murray. <laughs> and uh, he was. It's funny because like uh, he was so um, I don't want to say careful, but like more paranoid last season too. And this time he's more like. I'm on a plane. I'm coming. We're going to yeah. figure this out. I mean, he still is. But the, the actor that plays Murray, dude, he just plays him. I, I'm convinced he just plays himself and everything. And they're just like, <laughs> we need this guy in this because this is, this, this is what he does. Yeah. He, um, Murray definitely stole a lot of the scenes when it came to him with Joyce. Their, their whole thing, you know, like, it could have been just a mission where Murray was going to save Hopper and I would have been stoked because like <laughs> it's just so funny throughout and then um man i don't want to jump too far ahead but could like you, could you imagine though in the end if murray and joyce end up together instead of hopper <laughs> like could, this actually. like this like the, the danger has brought them closer yeah the whole hopper story man that is like more terrifying to me than any of the, the rest of the stranger things stuff because like that shit is fucking real. To be just be assumed dead and be in a prison somewhere yeah. that and nobody knows. But nobody's yeah. looking because they don't know you still exist as a human. And then to be tortured over Daily. advice you don't have. Yeah, and like yeah. you you're allowed to live, but your existence is literally just to die. Be slave labor and then eventually entertainment. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Um so in the in the little Russian doll is to call and talk to somebody named Enzo, but mm. then she so, so she mentioned like what they had a date at some place called Enzo's or some shit like an, but like yeah, but that's unless I was sleeping on it or I took a pee break. I don't think it's ever mentioned like he actually chose Enzo's for that yeah. or it just so happened to be a coincidence and that made her believe or. I think what? it was assumed that Dimitri, who is the uh, the security or the officer that was making the contact with Murray and um, Joyce, could you could, think, you could you imagine though being a Soviet soldier and risking yeah. it all for forty grand? Does that not seem like what enough? What is that math? Hold on. Okay, let's figure out how much. You said forty grand. Yeah. What year is this supposed to be? Eighties? No. Yeah, eighties. But what? Okay. Like eighty-seven, eighty-eight, something like that. Stranger Things. 
for. I wonder if it tells me what year. Um, Let's see if this says it. Um, yeah, I don't think the wiki tells me. No. Okay, so Stranger Things 4 takes place in 1986. Okay. So, 1986. What was it? How much? 40,000 40, US. 40,000. Because he also he acts like he's going to be buying a private island with this money. Mm-hmm. Like he'll never have to work again a day in his life. Okay, so... Today, that amount would be worth uh, $106,000. So, yeah, not really. Yeah, that's not, that's not really that much. That's not going to do it, my guy. No. <laughs> it's, like, it's a good chunk, but that's not going to do it. That'll, that'll set you well for a bit. <laughs> but that, the, so here's the other thing, though. Uh, like, Joyce has it. <laughs> Joyce has forty grand laying around. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, she has to clear it out, but she's always broken, poor, and like eating saltines. Like, how do they have no money? But she has. She can just go liquidize forty grand out of nowhere. That's a really good point. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Where Isn't she that had weird? Because like, and that's the other thing. They moved to a nice area of California, <laughs> like a rich area of California. It's an okay California house. Is probably not that cheap to begin with, anyways. It's like, so how how did they afford? To move to California, living still live in California. She doesn't have. She is a sole. She's basically selling Tupperware, whatever her. Uh, no, she's selling Encyclopedia Britannica, over the phone. Yeah. Supporting two boys, and so somehow it's forty grand in the bank. The median price for housing costs in California in 1986. I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> it's a deep dive. That's why. Is uh. Is one. One hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars. Is that right? Well, I guess I it's, well that that includes. I mean, they're Northern California can be pretty sparse too. Yeah, I'm not exactly. They're definitely in. It feels like Southern California because it's hot, and then the areas like they drive to, like when when they're all hopping Argyle's van later, it's almost like a deserty kind <laughs> yeah. of area. Yeah, I have a feeling they're in Southern California, which I assume is a little bit more expensive. Just desert life. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, that, when that happened, I was like, I was expecting like a whole subplot of how do we, how do we get 40,000? Is she going to yeah I rob do. somebody? And then it's just like, oh, no, I'm just going to go cash out. Get it. I'm just going to go get it. Like, oh, <laughs> so what? <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, yeah. I thought you was Poe. <laughs> I would have loved if like, um will or jonathan overheard that conversation just like wait a second like <laughs> wait a second we, we got 40 grand hold up we we ain't po <laughs> you've, been, you've been wearing this you've been wearing the same flannel for seven years on purpose yeah. or what <laughs> <laughs> crazy uh to an extent as well as far as like joyce's like options right who i mean there's a group, there's a police officer. Is it Officer Powell? Or who is it? No, Officer Powell's a local police officer. There's like this FBI dude. You're talking about the, the African-American guy that comes in later? Maybe. 
I'm just trying to think, like, doesn't Joyce have connections, right? Doesn't she have some kind of governmental connections with people? Like, they put her out there, right? Are they told? Why is she Why is she in California? She would just wanted to get away. She didn't want to, like, live with the with Hopper assumed dead and, like, so with, with like and Will. Relocation yeah, she just wanted to get out of, she didn't want to be reminded constantly of what happened there. Okay. So she, just, she was just like, uh, she's like, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And then Paul Reiser's like, not so fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever his character's name is. So we 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 get in that in the episode two. All of a sudden, she has forty grand, which makes no sense according to her backstory. Yeah. And then we cut away from that right away to weird Mike. Traveling to California, what I guess he assumes Californians wear. Yeah, what was that outfit? Hold on, let me, <laughs> let me pull that up again too, man. That was absurd. He's like wearing like, <laughs> like Ocean Pacific. Yeah, wasn't it like fake Ocean Pacific? Because Argyle yeah, yeah. checks his tag. He's like, ah, oh, it's fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Argyle's a G, man. I love Argyle. Um, yeah, so Argyle is Jonathan's friend who works at this like surfer stoner pizza shop and drives a, a rape van basically yeah, a big old uh a fast one too at that yeah that. and he's a fan of the uh the old jazz lettuce <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is funny too because i think that it's funny that they try to clean up the drug use yet the the murders are so graphic it seems yeah, like the odd thing. Like they, yeah. they hint at the fact that they're using drugs, that they're smoking the marijuana cigarettes, but it's drama. always very subtle, subtly done, like off screen. It's like, don't worry, this chick's going to get her eyeballs sucked out and then discarded like a Capri Sun on the ground. But <laughs> I would have loved if Vecna, for one of the kids, like blew them up like a Capri Sun pack and then <laughs> sucked it <them> out <laughs> after they were done. <laughs> Or like when you accidentally stab all the way through with the straw and how frustrating that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna copy and send you Mike's outfit here on uh, Discord real quick. All right. If we can do that. Yeah, let's let's let let let's look at this again. This horror. Oh, what show. the fuck? And the and the, his his mandals. Which, when you're already that lanky and awkward, you should not be flopping around in mandals. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, there's Mike. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, the fucking hat, the fake OP. Hats. Oh, what were those? So it wasn't like Gator. What were the um? Remember those? The colorful sunglass holder straps that go. Yeah. What were I they called? Them, actually, weren't right they called here. like something Gators or? I don't know. Uh. What is this thing called? This thing is called a crookie? Crookies? Yes, 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 yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Is that the trans pride flag? No, mine's like more like a fish, like a tuna fish color. Yeah. We're fishing. We're fishing. Fishing. Are you fishing in the old and tangy river? Mm-hmm. Yep. The I'm old. going in there butt naked and <laughs> grab me up some fish. I'm gonna add that to my itinerary next month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna <Eagle> fish. <laughs> Wiggle my worm and cat get some bait fish. Yeah. Um yeah, so he shows up looking like a fucking re- reject. Mike looks like the stoner. 
Mike yeah, shows yeah. up. Or, or, let, or let a stoner dress him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love, too, though, like, everybody else on the plane's dressed like a normal human, but he just comes flopping off looking like whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. And, and Will just meets him like, uh, yo, hi. Um, okay. <laughs> Will's like, uh, yeah, hey, my friend that used to care about me so much that in season one he risked everything to save my life and now he doesn't even recognize that i live i should have just died in season one that's how it feels (laughs) i have um i've really outgrown this role physically and mentally and they don't know what to do with me so i'm just gonna hang in the background and i'm gonna get sad that uh mike who has uh testosterone and uh puberty uh hormones running through and wants to spend more time with his girlfriend (laughs) Than with me, yeah. yeah. Oddly enough, and so, like, they decide they're going. Well, they get home. They're like, "Oh, so good to see you, everything." Like, all right, we're gonna go roller skating. Yeah, and she's like, "I love that." She's like, "Oh yeah, we come here all the time with my party, with party." And the whole time, Will's just blowing up her spot. What fucking party? You've never been able. <laughs> You've never attended here. She was like, "I had my birthday here that nobody came to." Oh my god! And uh, so they, they do a little spinny doodle around, mm-hmm. and then uh, the mean girl, whatever, who cares what her name is, she, the generic mean girl, like comes over to the table when she's like, "This is my boyfriend." I forget what she said. She just basically says that they're not friends and embarrasses or whatever. And they're yeah. back out on the rink doing shit, and they're like, some choreographed bullying happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and they knock over eleven, and she, she's got no. They're like, "Oh, are you gonna throw your hand at us again, you nerd?" So she just like rips off a skate and just fucking pokes her nose in, <laughs> pokes Dude, the mean girl's nose. That in. shit was insane. I um, <laughs> I remember when I watched that, I was like, "Oh man, like how hard can a fucking wheel be?" Because I thought eleven was gonna hit her with like a the metal brake on the front. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, Eleven's gonna fucking murder a kid or something. And then, um, again, <laughs> and then, uh, she, she just hit her with a wheel. And I was thinking, like, uh, that's kind of disappointing or whatever. But, um, then me and Keely went, uh, thrift shopping the other day and I found a pair of those skates. Mm-hmm. And I, and I grabbed one of the wheels to feel how hard, and dude, they are hard as fuck. They are hard. They are so hard. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, she, cause in the, um, the van, uh what what's his name jonathan and argyle are talking like they're high and they're talking about how like yeah that's what they had to change the wheels to like plastic instead of like metal when it used to be metal and i'm just like dude this shit's still fucking hard this shit is so fucking hard yeah it reminded me i was actually reminiscing with my uh my father um the other weekend too when he got out of the hospital and we were talking about just like old times uh, and we were talking about rollers like back when brett was little brett that was the uh uh, they had two sons and there's my brother and I, and we always fought. So it was like finding things for me to do and him to do separately. Mm-hmm. I used to go with my buddy, Mike DeLeo every Saturday. Uh, it was at, I think it was like one thirty to four thirty roller skating at the route 100 roller rink. Very good. Dude, with a $10 bill that co- that covered entry, the roller skate rental until I actually 
end up getting roller skates for my birthday because I went so much. And yeah. I normally like two hot dogs and a soda and a couple of plays <laughs> on the old pinball. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Good fucking time in my life, though, man. I was like, when this episode was on, I'm like, yes, roller skating. And then nice. um, in college, I remember I was staying over one of the summers because um, the your, your rent you're paying for all 12 months, so I might as well use it. So I stayed over the one summer. And I was hanging out with some other people that stayed. And they're like, oh, man, we like, oh, this is cool. We should go roller skating. They have a retro night at the um, – so I went to Penn State, and the uh, the roller rink was called – wait for it – Penn Skate. That's not too bad. Okay. So, that's, not, that's not too bad. <laughs> that's not too bad. So we went. <laughs> that's not too bad. <laughs> dude, I was like I, I was like, oh, dude, I, you know, I, used, I, mean, I was still thinner-ish back then. I was like, dude, I got this. We're going to roller skate like crazy. I, I was yeah. like 10 minutes deep and my ankles were like, we're done. I forgot like just how taxing. Well, cause like inline skating was always harder, like, like muscle wise. Cause you're, you're also balancing. Yeah. Whereas you don't really have to balance with roller skates. It's just more the athleticism of moving. But yeah. dude, my ankles were like, nah, son, we're good. Yeah. Re- I am um, real I quick. I went to a friend's wedding who it was like a real casual wedding. They just wanted like, not like a couple of friends and then, Go, they got married at like a park and they mm-hmm. wanted to go roller skating afterward. It's like, okay, cool, whatever. And so I, you know, me and Henry play ice hockey. And so I'm like, okay, I should be able to do this. No problem. But man, it's like so much different. Like I, I, I went out there and I was beefing it everywhere. <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> do it. I couldn't hang. The, um, the skating motions, like you wouldn't think it would be different, but it is. They're so different. Yeah. It's, it's odd. Because I remember that when I when I got roller inline skates, which I didn't ask for. My dad just got me as a present because, like, mm-hmm. like, the world's moved on, Brett, and so should you. Here's some inline skates. <laughs> and, and, dude, I, I could not, for the life of me, figure them out. <laughs> yeah. It just was not happening. Like, this is all wrong. Yeah. But. I um, I think back to that scene, too, a lot where um, they basically, like – because Keely brought this up to me as well, too. She's like, how in the world did this, like, popular girl get the entire rank mm-hmm. to get in on to get in on bullying a child? And I'm like... The DJ, too. Remember? Talking, the yeah, was the DJ, DJ was like, well. yeah, fuck yeah. that 12-year-old kid. Also, the whole prank hinges on the fact that Millie... Or, I'm sorry, not Millie. Eleven, her milkshake was liquidy enough yeah, yeah. it, it <laughs> had enough she settling wasn't even having a milkshake yeah like it, like everyone was like like the prank is we all spin around her and like laugh at her and mm-hmm. then they're like oh we got a milkshake too or is it like was it always gonna be like i'm gonna throw a milkshake yeah. on hey don't worry that we're only 13 and 14 years old i totally have an in with the 27 year old dj here at the yeah. roller rink right <laughs> not creepy at thing. all Really weird setup that was. Yeah, all the girls kiss him. It's not weird. It's fine. Yeah. Are we to assume that the popular kids just have a fuck ton of money? Because that one kid had like the over the shoulder RCA camera too. <laughs> just pulled that shit out of nowhere. <laughs> I recorded it. I get. I mean, because honestly, the school looks nice too. The school looks like a rich kid's school. Yeah. I guess. I guess that's the assumption. Um, let's see what else we got. So that happens. And then we, that's going on. And then we cut back over to the fact that now Max is back with the D and D nerds, mm. and it's like, yo, 
we uh, I saw your your cool guy best friend Eddie fucking bolt from his trailer right after Chrissy died. Yeah, um, and then they they do a little sleuthing and they figure out that the his dealer is probably where he's hanging out. So he's his dealer has like a a fucking nice house with a boat house. Reefer Rick with the Re- lake house. Yeah. So he's just like chilling in the boathouse, and then they're like, um, like, hey, Eddie, so like, let me just summarize three seasons of Stranger Things in about 10 minutes. And he's just like, oh, yeah, complete sense. I get it, man. Yeah, that's fucked. Oh, okay. Well, I, uh, <laughs> Eddie with the quick buy in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what other option he had there, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> It was either he bought it or he's like, I just saw some strange shit that I can't explain. Or just be like, yeah, that's cool. Um, can you guys just go get me some Snickers and beer? Yeah. Can I get some Cheez-Its and a, <laughs> a Pabst Blue Ribbon, please? Yeah. Let's just uh... – so we had that talk, but let's just kind of move on from it, I guess. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I'm still being hunted down by the entire town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. please give yeah. me some food? So I enjoy your playtime and all, but uh... – and then that's when they decide they're going to name him Vecna after D&D cool guys villain Vecna yeah which I'm not is it let's see backwards it's not anything is this supposed to mean something Vecna is actually a character in D&D oh um and I don't know that's weird you know I didn't know that because I've lost my virginity yep (laughs) <laughs> Go let that silence sit. <laughs> what am I going to say to that, man? I'm married. <laughs> yeah. oh, yep. Oh, uh, alrighty. Uh, yeah, so that happens. They name it Vecna. <laughs> um, so then fucking busybody Nancy mm, is like, oh... I work for the school newspaper, so I really have to get fucking involved for no reason. So Keely and I thought that she was not in high school anymore. With the way that she looked, it looked like she was working for like an actual like printing press, the way that like that room was set up. And um, <laughs> Keely's like, are they, are they still kids or what? How old are they now? Because, um, we know that there's like an age gap between Nancy and the the rest of the kids, but we didn't know how far that gap was. Well, the 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 kid that's like the bane of her existence, the paper Fred, he looks like he's like fifteen. Yeah, the one with the glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like he's he looks like a child. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> he was he was all into like, oh, I hope they lose the champion. Yeah, you know, he was all invested in them losing the championship game. Yeah. And Vecna was invested in winning. Yeah. Eh? And he yeah, did. And Be- yeah, and they did. And then he, he got folded like a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nancy, Nancy's like, hey, I'm just going to go knock around on um, all the doors of this creepy trailer park because nothing bad has ever happened with Doing knocking that. on the doors yeah. at a, at a creepy trailer yeah. park. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, Eddie's uncle's like, hey, there's this dude, Victor, who got like, quote, unquote, Buster for like killing his whole family. Like similarly, they say oh, he's locked right. up, but he probably escaped. Or blah, blah blah. He's in an, he was institutionalized, but who knows? Blah, blah blah. And while all this is going on, Fred's just like, "Hey, there's like things in the forest um, of this creepy trailer park, so I should probably just wander <laughs> off into the woods alone and see what that yeah. is." 
And there's like the, a cl- there's a clock there too. The clock sound was probably the best part of the whole Vecna lore for me. The 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 distorted uh, chime of the clock sounded so fucking cool. But and then he's like, so his guilt is around a car crash, I guess. Where I guess his friend died right. in a car crash. He crashed a car and killed a child or something like that. Something. I don't know. I, I yeah. It was weird. His story is not really it? explained. No. He yeah, like you said, he gets folded like a lawn chair right quick. Like there's no <laughs> there's not even torment with him. Like at least with Chrissy and uh Max. Like yeah. they, they were tormented for a while. With him, it's just like ding dong, come see the grandfather hawk. Oh, by the way, you killed this kid. <laughs> Right, and we <laughs> we thought when we were watching it, we're like, oh, the, the grandfather clock has got to symbolize like you have a certain amount of time before I fold you like a lawn chair. <laughs> and with this kid, it was like it was like an afternoon. Yeah, and with Chrissy, it was like three days or something like that. Yeah, dude, you you couldn't even gotten was... a pizza faster than it took Vecna <laughs> yeah. to yeah. kill this kid. And the thing is, too, like it's not like Vecna couldn't like catch Chrissy he put both of them in situations they can't escape like he threw he threw that boy into like a deep grave and he mm-hmm. put Chrissy into a house that had a, a boarded up door so it's like it's not like he's not capable of like catching these kids at the same speed so it was like it was weird it was like <laughs> at the same why, speed <laughs> why, yeah so like the time the grandfather clock thing was kind of off it kind of threw us off a little bit, but I mean, I'm not sad to see that kid go. He was fucking annoying as shit. He was, yeah. Which I, I guess was the point. So that one, so that basically ends with him getting folded up. <laughs> I, I love that we're saying this. <laughs> and it's so funny to say. It's so funny to say. Or like, um, folded up like a lawn chair. Or like when you buy a tent from Sears, but you can never quite get it back in the bag properly. <laughs> It's supposed to be stored in. Stuff him up. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Vecta just looks like he's trying to put the tent back in the bag. (laughs) Yeah, it's like those those long. You with the poles? Fucking poles. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Oh, let's see. So what happens next? Oh, so then that's when we meet uh, this this. lieutenant guy from the army who's like 11 did this to Chrissy mm-hmm. and so he finds so she's in jail because she smacked that check so he goes and gets her yeah she cracked the kid in the face yeah um right and then like well first he visits Owens and Owens like I don't know I'm a dummy I don't know anything about nothing and, and they're like oh, okay cool we're just gonna go get her then I guess yeah and then, <laughs> And then he's like, psych, I'm going to get her. (laughs) (laughs) So then he like intercepts, gets gets her, and he's like, yo, you want to be a hero again or whatever, kid? And she's like, well, yeah, because I suck, so probably. Like, I got no powers. Everybody hates me. My my boyfriend's basically a girl. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go with you, I guess. Yeah, I got nothing left to live for. Yeah. So yeah. so that all happens. Then Joyce and Murray, well, Joyce and Murray go to Alaska to go meet fucking, um, what's it, Yuri. Crazy, yeah, crazy Russian boy, Yuri. Yeah. Who's great, too. Yuri's great. Yuri is great. 
So like there's all this going on. So they meet Yuri, same time Hopper bribes the the other inmate with a a, a pot of gruel to break his uh, chains slash ankle. That was a weird thing. Cause I, I'll tell you right now, man. I don't I don't do very well with like uh, gruesome body horror. Yeah, body harm like that. So I kind of looked away a little bit. But like I don't understand what was he aiming for the link the cuff that was around his ankle or was he just aiming for his ankle? That's the part I couldn't figure out either. I couldn't figure that out because, cause he was just like you hit here, you hit yeah. here and like shitty. Cause you know, don't, he's not a native Russian speaker. The guy's like, all right, whatever you want. And he's just like smacking him on the fucking shin bone. Like, right. Like, are we to assume that Hopper has like some broken bones or some shit? He's still getting so around now, fine. Yeah. And there's like the thing is too like if that's the case, his his ankle will be swollen. Mm-hmm. Dude, I broke my foot. I like my foot was like the size of a grapefruit one time when I like broke yeah. it. Cause, I like, tore the tendon in my ankle. My foot was black huge. and it had like a softball on the side of it. Yeah, exactly. So like <laughs> I don't I don't understand what he was doing there. Like I thought originally maybe he might be trying to like break the cuff or alter the state of the cuffs in some way or another but like it looked like he was just like breaking his ankle so that he could slither it out of the cuff or some shit i don't know man that's like some weird shit yeah and like this whole time uh steve and robin are all like we haven't even mentioned them like it's funny the synopsis doesn't either like because their plot really like meaningless like they're working in a video oh, store like yeah. he's just fucking everybody apparently and, you can't get no tail, man. Yeah, and she's she's not out as being a lesbian, so she's a crush on a, somebody else in the band. But Steve's mm-hmm. older than her, so Steve's out of school now, and he's just working, trying to meet the right gal. She's but he's still at the basketball game. He, yeah, but he goes to remember he's like their adopted father of all these kids. He just hangs out with children, <laughs> not creepy at all. It's the eighties, sure. Yeah, <laughs> and, but she's still in school, and she has a crush on the band girl. Right. So. There's just like this plot that is meaningless about he's he's going around dick in the town and she's crushing on a bando. And mm-hmm. we're like, all right. So they it's just like, all right, hey, hey, reminder, he's handsome and, and she's in the closet. OK, we got it. Cool. Got it. I remember nice. that from the third. We're good now. They're funny. Charming. Yeah. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. Ethan Hawke yeah. and Uma Thurma's daughter is very pretty. We get it. Thank mm-hmm. you. Next. Next. <laughs> yeah. Next storyline. So so that's um, all going on. So we got that. And then uh, I bring it up because, like, next in, like, the the, uh, the synopsis is when – so they all get together, like, hey, by the way, the upsy-downsy, it's not the big smoke monster guy. It can't be. He's gone. But they meet up with, you know, Steve and Rob. And so Nancy and I'm like, oh, cool, we're going to go to the library and look at microfiche at this Victor Creel guy. Yeah. Was that? I feel like we might be skipping some stuff with them. This is, well, this is the research part. This is before they they go uh, put on pretty clothes and then Robin's like, I'm a lesbian. I don't know how to wear bras. Remember? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's later. Like this, this episode, episode three is just weird because it's like a conglomeration of like all this random shit happening in small mm-hmm. doses. 
Yeah. So that's going. The basketball teams, like, they all wake up in, like, a closed garage or some bullshit. That, yeah, that house. What the fuck is that? They're in high school. They're like a, it's like a crack shack, but they, like, live in it or they party in it. And, like, the cops know they party in it. And they're like, hey, we know where to find the basketball team because they party in a crack house that used, that's a closed business. Yeah. You know, all those, like, athletes that are supposed to be in top physical performance (laughs) and, like, they don't. They're, they're, like, basically the only entertainment for our small town. Yeah, they're hanging out in, like, a weird crack house drinking and partying. And what, it was it was, it was was so bizarre, man. It was really bizarre. Yeah. and, and, and so It uh, looks like they stay there. It looks like they live in that place. Yeah, and Lucas is, like, had his first beer. You know, he's like, oh, my brains. I had my first beer. But he's like, no, I'm, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you guys find Eddie. He totally did it. And then he's just like, nah. And then he's like, nah, psych. Like he keeps he keeps like being like, nah, psych. But they keep welcoming him back like three fucking times during the season. Yeah. He's like, nah, we're good. Like, because he also breaks into what's his face's house uh, to go like the bedroom. Uh, at some point, he's like, oh, I know where they are. And he leads him to like the wrong boathouse. Yeah. Well, is it the wrong boathouse? It was Dustin's is... house. That's right. Wasn't it Dustin's house? It was Dustin's house. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He, he like gets on the C, the CB radio or whatever. It's like, Dustin. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> you don't sound very clear, Dustin. <laughs> I don't have teeth. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then also, then Max is like, cool. I'm going to go distract this counselor lady and get her keys because Chrissy is sad and I'm sad. So we both had to go see this lady. So let's go in her office and see if Chrissy was sad like I'm sad to see if I'm going to die. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, shit, I'm going to die. Oh, yeah, shit, there's a clock. It was Miss Kelly. That was the therapist or something like that or the school therapist or some shit. <laughs> I saw a theory about her saying that anyone that goes to see her dies. And like that's kind of the conclusion that the show makes as well. But, like, there was an image that I had found. I don't know how true it is, or maybe someone's getting crafty with Photoshop. But, like, she had, like, a necklace that, like, something like something to do with the the grandfather clock. Like, maybe the key hmm. that looked similar to it or something like that. I don't know. To suggest that she has more to do with the whole thing than... I don't know. It was just something I saw. It I mean, was a weird. It's probably grand part of my problem is I don't pay attention to a lot of small details when I marathon. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't either. And this was just something that I like because I told you I was going to look up theories and stuff, and I looked up a couple. Um, and that was just like one of them was suggesting that she has like deeper ties with the whole situation. Yeah, I won't that... jump ahead, but I don't know how she could be connected to that character, the the story of the guy who is Vecna. You know what I mean? Based on the ages. Because that whole... uh, uh, Number one. Yeah, I'm not not, not going to skip ahead, but yeah. Um, Yeah, so that's like the end of that episode. Like, that episode was just like a scatter shot of here's everything that's happening, and here's everybody all at once. It was like... Because that was episode three, and we finally have basically like everybody's doing everything all at once instead of being like... Is that where Max, like, figured out that she'd be next, basically? Yeah, right at the end. Yeah. Right at the end, she saw the clock in like the hallway. Mm. She's like, "Oh no, I have headaches and I'm sad, and there's a clock here." 
Right. So I'm going to die. Um, and then it's like, all right, so she's going to die. And then I love it. And like in the next fashion, like the next one just opens up with like Joyce or Murray going uh, to Yuri's house. And we're going to have some laughs. Right. <laughs> let's let's right. go hang out with you. And Yuri's this uh, Yakov Smirnov, 80s version of a Russian, two-timing him. Gives him some yeah. uh, some spicy tea that knocks him out or coffee or whatever it was supposed to be. Yeah. And to, to do, yeah, it was coffee. Yeah. To double time him into, um, he's going to turn him over to the Russians for like double the whatever his cut. Yeah. He got paid for them. He got paid for Hopper. He got paid for the, uh, the officer, uh, Dimitri or whatever his name was. Well, think about this again. We're going back to that 40 grand, right? So that 40 grand was inclusive of Yuri's price to both to fly them and facilitate this whole thing too. So mm-hmm. Yuri got a cut. Oh yeah, so he got that as well. Yuri got paid. Yeah. So Enzo's gonna end up like thirteen grand at the end of all this. I don't know where he planned on living on, you know, adjusted sixty grand for the rest of his life. Yeah. It's just not gonna happen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't know where you plan on going to Costa Rica or something. I don't know, man. Yeah. So <laughs> So so Yuri's like, I'm Yakov Shmirnov and I fly planes. It's hilarious. You're asleep in a plane with me now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then Hopper's like, all right, cool. So they're supposed to be coming. So I'm going to escape now. So yeah. he he slides his shackles off his broken Bare- yet lo- not swollen barefoot. Barefoot, yeah. And he's like, all right. And he just like runs away. And he, he meets up and, with that yeah. the asshole in the cat, like that little supply cabin. The guy who's suspicious of the interaction between Enzo and Hopper the whole time. There's another guard that's like, oh, they seem like boyfriends. I'm going to keep an eye on them. <laughs> so I want to be boyfriend. That's right. So he's like, oh, he's in the tool shit alone. Maybe I can be his boyfriend in the tool shit. Yeah. So he confronts him. And then Hopper's like, nope, I'm going to end your life. And then <laughs> <laughs> so like all that shit happens. And he. Runs away to, I guess, the church, which is like Yuri's staging area. He, ca- he catches a... Does he run or does he catch a snowmobile? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he runs for a while, right? Yeah, and then he gets on something. Or Yeah. He's definitely running way too long barefoot too long in the Arctic in the yeah. to be uh, free from all frostbite. Yeah. He's just like, nah, I'm here now. We're good. It's like the blood will insulate my feet. I'm like, I don't think yeah, that's it's how like, that... The church is not heated either, probably. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure how that works, but I don't think that's it, bro. No. And then so they all break in. They're like, hey, we were tipped off. So back back you go. Back to the grind. Yeah. And now you have a new prison mate. So you guys have been plotting to escape together, so you guys should probably share the cell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. You should always keep people that have previously planned an escape together. together. Yes. With, with combined knowledge and information. Yes, and not guard them closely either. Just like in a regular open cell, walk away. It's probably fine. <laughs> They're probably not going to think of anything Don't else. Don't check in on them. You've probably already broken their will. They're probably good. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, while all that bullshit's going on, so what's his fa- uh Riser leaves like agents with with the boys back at, uh, well, 11, Jonathan, Will, and Mike. Mm-hmm. Not 11, because 11's with um, them going back to the bunker. Yeah. To, like, watch them, and he's like, 
hey, we, let's get the hell out of here. These aliens are cramped my style. I'm going to order a marijuana pizza from my boy, Air Argyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, Argyle's like, yeah. Then a bunch of funny things happen. And they order the pizza. And then, so, like, the agents, I guess, are they are they army men? Like, I'm trying to, like, who, are, are they, they working for that, are, that colonel guy? I think there's security for... The doctor or something like that. Well, the two guys there, the, those two agents work for Paul Reiser and that group trying yeah. to help Eleven. And yeah. then it's like the army breaks in because the colonel's like, where's Eleven? I want Eleven. Boo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo. So they come in to just like lay waste to everybody, like for no reason. Let's kill mm-hmm. everyone. All right. And then. Uh, yeah. So the one agent dies instantly. And then there's like a fat white one that like lives surprisingly yeah and gets is able to help it gets thrown in the uh the back of the marijuana mobile back in the back of the scooby bus there scooby-doo machine yeah Yeah. uh and what the what shit now it's been too long he has like a note or a number or something he 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 had a number like a phone number in a pen that's it yeah He's like, like, why, why would he give me a, a, a pen to write it down, but then not actually tell me what to write down? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, like, passes that off to him, and it's like, all right. Even so, then, though, it's, like, a stretch, because it's, like, the phone number they they received was, like, it was, like, a computer. Yeah, it was a modem. <laughs> it was a modem. So you're telling a bunch of kids to call a modem and figure out where 11 is. It's, like... What? Hey, hey, yeah. sad, obviously stone guy, and you're obviously a stone friend, and this kid wearing fake Ocean Pacific, um, <laughs> and this kid that looks like he's 35, uh, here, have you a pen. This. You got yeah. this. You guys got this. Got we know you have a friend named Dustin with a, with a dorky girlfriend, I yeah, guess, that could right. figure this out. Susie? Was that her name? Yeah. Susie. Whatever. <laughs> and then <laughs> crazy so that's happening while nancy and robin like oh let's wear nice clothes i guess puffy blouses and pretend like we're we're from the journal or something like that. or no college yeah like we're from like notre dame and we we're in the psych program and we have doctor yeah. doctor whatever he's our professor can we go interview this this guy mm-hmm. or they were going to intern or whatever it was and he's like, oh, no, we're not yeah. going to let you. And then he's like, oh. And then Rob's like, pretty please. Work, yeah, work, works for Feminine Wiles. He's like, okay. You're my hero. Can I please, can I please do your job? Yeah. So Okay. So then he, like, leads him down the basement. And, like, they convince him to, like, let them be alone. He's like, that's fine. I have a phone call to make ominously. While you guys have plenty yeah. of time to catch up with this guy. So they meet the the Creel dude who uh, was only partially Capri Sunned and is only. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he, he self Capri Sunned. He cut out his. Didn't he cut out his own eyes or. Yeah. He, he did, did that to his own eyes. Do you know that that actor was the same dude who did Freddy Krueger? Yes. David England. Yes. And so someone told me that finally someone is terrorizing him in his dreams. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Thank you. Hey, hey this guy, yeah. This fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he like is like, 
Here's what happened. It's like night. So this was back in like 1950. I used to be in whatever. Well, I guess World War II. And I was like a badass killing machine. Then mm-hmm. I got a family, and we moved in this creepy house. And uh, well, that's right. We don't know anything about his kids at this point. We just th- assume no. they're kids. Yeah. And like the house is haunted, and just like death is all around the house. Like, Animals are dying. And... Yeah. So it kills his wife, his daughter, and he assumes like the son like passed out during it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. sort of kind of lives, and then he gets blamed for killing them all. And uh, yeah, he like carves out his own eyes. And yeah, I don't remember why he did that. Yeah, I don't remember, remember why, why either. So they're they're interviewing that dude. And then mm-hmm. Max is writing letters to everybody because she's going to die soon. And then yeah. wasn't even before Billy was possessed by the bad thing, he was always a piece of shit. Why did she idolize he him? He, he wasn't even technically family. <laughs> no, and he wasn't <laughs> he was even nice to her. Like, yeah, he wasn't nicer at all. But like, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I think at that age when you're that – when you're – when you're looking for some like I don't know stability or whatever, you, I think you hope maybe that a kid somewhat your age is like uh, able to, I don't know, be with you throughout like <laughs> camaraderie in that, I guess. But like again, you're right. Like he was a shithead. He was banging local mothers, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. All that <laughs> dude died. was interested in was like jamming to tunes and banging pool moms. That's right. Max, I love you so much, Billy. <laughs> Billy. I, I, like, I love you so much that we have to go. I, I'm probably going to die, so we need to go to your grave. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can hang out with you. And then Vecna's like, cool. Cool, this is where I'm going to get you. Yeah, because <laughs> you're, you're sad now, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to come and <clears throat> fold you up now. You're and, literally making this so easy for yeah. me. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna come give you the origami treatment while you're over here in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> so she starts floating. Like they all wait in the yeah. car, like, oh no, she's floating. We have to go do something. And here's the other part I didn't understand. So like was it did they learn from the uh Creole guy that like music somehow had magical they well powers? So uh, Nancy and Robin learned that. Because he was, his story ended basically, and he was singing a song, and they had also learned. I forget. It was like through an article, maybe, or maybe it was um, talking to the guy who owned the prison or whatever, or not prison. I don't know the the rehab facility or whatever. Um, they had learned somehow, other than speaking to him about like music being because they were trying to basically what they're trying to find a way is like how 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 is he able to live Mm -hmm. and everybody else was has to keep like he was the only one to like face the dude but he's still okay yeah they were able to piece together that it was music it was like a music thing that ties memory which is true yeah it's a real thing it was so thinly like that, that if we're if we're chalking up things that bothered me, that was another one that bothered me. It's like, <laughs> hey, we're gonna play running up that hill on her on her oh, on great. her Sony, and everything's gonna be all right. While yeah. shitty CGI uh, pieces of a house fall around her. Dude, Kate Bush had a second coming <laughs> with that song, man. <laughs> You're like, that could save all of us. That could save America right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, <laughs> just a sidebar. Kate Bush said that she got more attention from her song now than she did when she first dropped it, which is like, good for you. <laughs> good for you. Uh, it's like we go well deserved, and then you do a question shrug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, all right, uh, yeah, are you still doing stuff, or, or are you just <laughs> trying to? I don't know. Um, so she, so she, so she, she could just like sprint and go through like a. The upside down vagina and be birthed back into the real world. <laughs> so Max, uh, she was with Billy in the upside down, and Billy's trying to like push blame on Max, and Max was real, really feeling it. And then she like fell down and ran away or something. And because of that, she was able to fall upon Vecna's house or some shit. Well, when do we learn about, I mean, we learn that's the how, like, they piece it to, somebody's drawing it. Who was drawing yeah, it? Yeah, it? It, was, it was Max. Because she went to the house and she saw all the floating pieces. And, and then, then they were able to put it together and realize it was the house because the stained yeah. glass. Right. She was able to um, literally recount every single <laughs> shape she had saw. I know that's what happens to me, on. too. Like, I couldn't, you know, if you asked me to freehand my... uh my, my living room right now, and I'd probably get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I live here. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, there's like a couch over here. TV's in this general area. Yeah. Like, not even a house, just like debris floating around. It's, yeah. All right, whatever. And the exact uh, angles that they're floating, too. Yeah, and then they just like fit together like a puzzle piece. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, but that scene was pretty sick. I think that's probably the scene that I remember the most is one. Uh, Max was running through the upside down trying to get to the real world and like in the real world she's like floating listening to Kate Bush's running up that hill like that's a fucking dope scene um, I actually at that point I actually thought they might let her die because she's been such a bitch this whole season what, what are you she's <laughs> no she's no. not but she's not one of the original nerds she's not offering much she was introduced what, only last season? I would argue that she's done more in this season than... Yeah, she's been moody. Yeah, you're right. She probably became a woman during it, and that's why she's such a bitch. Oh. Hey, oh. I like Max's character. Jonathan, though, can jump off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, like... What the fuck? Like, I, I still, like, why is he a pothead now? Just because it works for the plot? <laughs> like he's he's like because he was like the smart like he was the smart broody whatever guy and now yeah. he's like the pothead and he's he's I don't, I don't know where we are in the but basically nancy applied to whatever special college to go for journalism and he was supposed to apply to and but he, he didn't. didn't he applied to like community college instead yeah he's like that's her dream uh, or whatever and i'm not good enough for her <gasps> I'm going to smoke pot with Dr. Socks and his pizza delivery scam. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, John, both Jonathan and Will suck this season so they far. They suck. They suck, they suck, they suck. They are like, I, was never, he, I was never big on Jonathan to begin with. Like, he was always just so like, woe is me. Like, he Jonathan. was a little redeeming because he was like the father that they didn't have in a way. 
Yeah. So like when Will was gone, he really stepped up. But then after all that was resolved, he's just been kind of like a mopey bitch. And it's like, dude, well, wasn't seriously? Steve supposed to be the asshole? Like, wasn't he originally? Yeah, he, like... he's the one who's only been. He's like the only redemption story in this whole fucking thing. Is yeah. Steve? Steve was like the bully or whatever, and like. Nancy and Jonathan had a thing, but Nancy also had a thing with Steve or some shit. I don't yeah. remember. They were originally together then, in the first season. Right. Like the whole Jonathan Nancy thing was the same as like um oh shoot, I'm forgetting names. Eddie and Chrissy. <laughs> it was like the same dynamic almost. Um but then like Steve becomes like a really endearing character that everyone fucking loves. Mm-hmm. And so now he's not a bully, so now there's not there's not that like weird dynamic anymore and if anything nancy's friends with steve again and so it's like this weird fucking like what's the point of jonathan anymore like (laughs) other than other than to introduce us to argyle for a little bit of relief yeah maybe he'll get together with argyle it's funny i feel like we're complaining too much it has like a 92 percent on rotten tomatoes it was good (laughs) these are literally just picky things that like i'm bitching about yeah uh I, i thought the story this season's pretty good in general the effects are good. Effects uh, are great. There's uh, Max's running through the underground. The falling structure was a little rough. Yeah, that was a little. Like, that was a little uh, Xbox 360. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it. It also felt like uh, that standalone scene where Vecna is watching Max run away. It was like, come on, man. But we know he doesn't hustle. You can pick these people up with your mind. Like, no, no, no. He, yeah, but he's a stroller. If you, as you notice, every time he's just strolled up to people and then just yeah. slowly lifted his hand and went, ooga booga, ooga booga. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So we save her. She's good. They hug. I guess that means she's fine now, which isn't really explained either. Like, she, like he yeah. didn't get her, so she, uh, she gets the you... You live now pass? It's the out of jail free pass? Like, yeah, because, like... you know, they're never concerned again about her dying like tomorrow. Like, oh, no, yeah. no. She she won, so mm-hmm. so we're good now. He'll never come back. He's just like, I oh, I think they yeah. did check on her sleeping, so she got really bad sleep. But, like, you're right. Like, they don't address, like, why can't Vecna... Just come back. Round two, bro. Come back. <laughs> like, the yeah. sun will come out tomorrow. Like, I can fold you up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow you'll be a chair in a bag. <laughs> Do you think the town has made like special coffins for the kids that got folded up? Because <laughs> they're not fitting in the regular ones. <laughs> Imagine the shape. They're all fucked. It's like a star shape. All derped up. <laughs> <laughs> How do we bury this thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She didn't want to be cremated. Fuck. Now her options are really limited. <laughs> oh, my God. Get the watermelon box. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Max gets a get-out-of-jail-free card. Mm-hmm. Episode ends. Then we end up hanging out with Owens and Eleven down in the bunk. Like They're in the middle of nowhere. There's just a door. They go all the way down. They're in an old uh, nuclear missile bunker. That they made this big isolation tank to like relive, and that's when um, I, I always want to say it's Crispin Glover, but that's not who. It, what's the Michael? The isn't it Modine? Michael Modine? Math, Matthew, Matthew Modine. Yeah. Whatever. What the hell's his name in that? Uh, uh, it's Doctor. 
Doctor, what is his fucking name? Uh, wait. Papa. <laughs> Dr. Ma- Papa. Martin Brenner. There it is. Martin Brenner, yeah. <laughs> Papa. Yeah, Papa. so. <laughs> Papa comes rolling and she's like, oh. Papa comes rolling. Yeah, she's like, oh, hells to the nah. Yeah. Like, well, they put her in. She was in the she was in the machine. Right. She was in the machine once before she realized because she got a little bit of power back. So she goes for a swim for a little bit. She pops out. He comes strolling down the hair with a beautifully quaffed hair. Looking fabulous. Yeah. And she's like, "Uh uh-uh. And she like runs the elevator. (laughs) And the the soldier boy's like, ha ha, loser. What are you going to do about it? You don't have any powers. And she's just like, kablooey, yeah, I do. They get smacked up against the ceiling. And die? Yeah. No clue of their health. Nobody <laughs> seems to give a fuck, if you've noticed. <laughs> no one gives a no shit. One, no one runs to their aid or goes, oh, shit, you just killed those two guys. Just, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, Riser comes rolling up like, hey, remember me from the 80s? I'm sorry. Anyway, so I'm in this yeah. show, Stranger Things. Let's talk. Uh, <laughs> he comes rolling up like, like somehow he knew that she had only a one and done in her too, you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah, she did that, which would normally I'd be like, oh fuck, she's got all her powers back. But he's just like, nah, she's probably cool. I'll just walk up and ra- and rationalize with her. <laughs> nah, she only got one bullet in that chamber, man. She yeah, <laughs> yeah, she squirted that one out, and then we're good. Yeah, we're gravy. We can just load her up with drugs, which they do, which, they which do. is odd, yeah. man. Like, yeah, how do you know that she's only got one? Murder you against a ceiling, ceiling left in her. It was like, I. <laughs> I, I <laughs> so, that, I, so, so she's got a shaved head. She's hanging out in a tank. Uh, Modine's like, hey, I'm daddy. Um, <laughs> I'm Papa. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got in this episode. So uh, they torture. So the army guy tortures Wallace looking for 11. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the episode where the agent guy dies, gives him the pen that actually has a number in it. So this is when we get to go see uh, Susie out in Salt Lake, Susie. living in, in a house of what the fuck is like. I thought it was like a house for like abandoned children or something. <laughs> yeah, but no, <laughs> there's a father who apparently birthed all these children of varying degrees of autism. Just- just locked away and on his computer. Yeah, he just lives on his computer yeah. up in his office, and it's daddy's work time. They got one kid who likes to play, what, an Indian or a cowboy or something, and he just shuts off the power all day long. Is his, That's his gag. Yeah. He throws the breakers. We got <laughs> a boy and a girl who think that they're making films, yeah. murder films. Mm-hmm. Um, she's up in her room, um, and she's, like, super religious. Like, she's repenting because she helped Dustin previously because Jesus was going to be mad at her for lying. It's something like that or she's, like, really um, sheltered in one way or another. Well, I have a feel because the fathers, really, I have a feeling like they're they're supposed to be Mormon, but they don't want to offend anybody. So they don't bring <laughs> it up based on, like, how far There's they no tra- mother. <laughs> yeah. And, like, how, but how they, it they're in Salt Lake City. That's where they go. Yeah. They go to Salt Lake City. And he has a ton of children, and they're all weird. Yeah. And it's like, hey, we're not, we're not going to say they're Mormon, but... <laughs> there's also two kids in the kitchen making food, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, cooking randomly for no fucking like reason. Those five, the older daughter, who um, Argyle falls in love with. Yes. So that's six. And then you Yeah, have... she's the one trying to hold it all together. Like, I mean, she's normal-ish, but she's the one cooking, right? Isn't she the one that's cooking? 
the oldest. I don't remember. I don't remember what she was doing. She was like, I'm the, I'm the mom, but I'm not the mom because I'm still one of the daughters, but I'm the oldest. <laughs> yeah. And fucking seven, that's seven kids, man. The that's one running around like kids. a Native American shutting off the power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes I don't know, man. nothing. That's guys, if you get to chat, if you're on episode six, I got to episode, I'm sorry, five. And you didn't think you were in a fucking fever dream. <laughs> you know, like, like it's so out of place it is man i mean i understand we were all under a, a lockdown and you might have experimented in new new venues but maybe that wasn't the time to write an episode i mean i still enjoyed it but <laughs> holy shit so like they they're like oh this is computery noises it's only 1986 uh-huh. the only person that knows computer noises is dustin no teeth and his girlfriend that he's never met. Let's go visit the girlfriend he never met that we somehow know yeah, exactly where she lives. Yeah, that one was weird too. I can't remember how they figured that out. Yeah, so they go and she's so like they convince her that it, Jesus says it's okay if she helps them again. Mm-hmm. So she does computer things for them. <laughs> yeah. Like there's this whole plot to distract the father to get him out of his room so they can go use his computer with the 1986 modem attached and go do, uh, uh, what was that? War games. Work. Go do, uh, <laughs> some Ferris Bueller war game stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to play a game? <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. so, and then they find location of 11, but they don't ever. Yeah, I don't think they never make. Not at least yet. Yeah, they don't make they it. They haven't made it yet. No. It's like the court, like where it's supposed to be. That storyline like just drops. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, because it it's like a hard cut to, um, Joyce and Murray in the in Yuri's plane waking up. Yeah. Where they realize like Yuri can't hear anything they're doing. Yeah, which is also an insane story plot or not plot. The fact that like... Murray knows like he actually does know martial arts. Yeah. Because he's well, so that, fucking... Because, like, in the beginning, was it episode one or two when she calls him? And he's like, I'm just getting back from mall karate <laughs> <laughs> with all the kids. Yeah. Because he's like, what? You know, they're, they're, I'm, I'm the best in my class. And, well, how's it? Like, the oldest like, 14. Basically, he's built... She's like... Yeah, she's, like, trying to talk him up. And then he's, like, making rational reasons why he should be talked down. And then she's, like, meeting him down. And then as <laughs> she's meeting him down, he's like, you're right. <laughs> he's like, he, like, es- escalates for some yeah. reason. Like, it, that is weird. And then, like, the whole, like, plan to, like, beat up the only pilot on the plane. When neither of them can fly. It was also a bizarre choice. And, like, they, I think they even, like, mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, a bad like, what decision. Because it was, like, well, it was, like, don't kill him. Like, we, you can't kill him because we need him to actually land it. Mm-hmm. But then things and, go horribly wrong. And he gets too uh, zealous with his karate chops. Yep. And, <laughs> his mall, his mall karate went a little too far, <laughs> yeah. but they, yeah. but they land like no harm done. Yeah, that was also bizarre because they landed in the woods, right? Yeah, yeah, and and like, you know, there's some clever, there's some good dialogue back and forth, this or that, mm-hmm. um, and then, uh, you know, about like show us in the map where to like, so basically they get him to show him like where the both the, where the prison is and. Or like his his safe house, his safe house church thing. Right, is. they were gonna tie him up and leave him for the wolves or some shit. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, and like, oh, now you want to help? So they they yeah. figure that out. 
Uh, so they go to his peanut butter stash in the church mm. and find out that Hopper's not there. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Crunchy or smooth? Smooth. What? No. I want to no. no crunchy. Crunchy's for uh, crunchy was invented because the guy doing the mixing that day just was like, nah, I'm I'm a, it's no, Friday. I'm gonna peace no. out early. If I want crunchy, I'm just gonna eat peanuts, bro. Crunchy's so good, man. No, fuck you. And, oh, and you directly. Mix it up. No. Yeah, you can't just have smooth, man. Open your mouth, cause I'm gonna fuck it. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I don't oh want crunchy god. peanut butter. <laughs> no. Okay, well, we disagree on that one. I like. All right, what? And all right, let's let's uh, let's debate peanut butter brand. What's your? I think in this they were showing Jeff, right? They were showing Jeff. Yeah. What is your preferred peanut butter? See, Crunchy man, or you're, smooth? You're gonna, huh? Well, you're all. Well, I know where you work, so it's probably gonna be some hippie bullshit, isn't it? That's what I was gonna say. I I work at a Whole Foods, so you're you're <laughs> you're asking me to come up with a brand, and I don't really have a. I'm not like I'm not dedicated to any brand, I guess. Not really. I think Jeff is fine, but like if I um. Where it'd be responsible, I wouldn't be buying Jif. Too much uh, palm oil, yeah, which is not good. I get um, Skippy Natural, which doesn't okay. have like the palm oil and stuff, and it do- but it doesn't. Whatever they do, it, it they make it so it doesn't separate without using palm oil. It's mm-hmm. that's Weird. my favorite. I like I like Skippy because it's not very sweet. I'm not. I don't have a sweet tooth. No, I don't either. So like, I I don't enjoy things that are overly sweet. The the only reason that I I lean so hard on uh, crunchy peanut butter I, we're getting way off track but that's Fine. because I am a very tactile person when it comes to eating my food like if I'm eating like a sandwich there's no lettuce to crunch up the sandwich I'm not interested in it it feels like I'm biting into an eraser hmm. I, <laughs> I can tell by your face that I'm alone on this <laughs> it's fine no it's fine I <laughs> no I I a text textural contrast is important. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking in my head, like the instances where I don't find that, like, I like that too, but then uh, there's hills I'll die on. Like, I don't want walnuts or grapes in my chicken salad. Okay. But when I'm making a sandwich with it, I like it with onions and lettuce, mm-hmm. but in the actual, I don't want nuts in it. I don't want nuts and grapes mixed in. <laughs> I do my tuna salad with like c- celery. Cause I like that's, that, a, that's that. Yeah. That part's okay. Like that feels right. To, like, I don't know. I uh I always and it's funny because like uh, I like tripe, which is textually strange. I like uh, like in Szechuan they'll make a um they'll braise tendon, and uh-huh. then they'll they'll put like numbing spice on it, and then it's served cold. And it's the texturally, it's like eating chapstick if chapstick had soft bones in it. Oh but I can't God. get enough of it. I fucking That's love horrible. it. <laughs> yeah. So like I say like textural things bother me, but then I'll just be like. Hey, listen to this awful thing I like. And I like and I like squid and I like octopus, which are always texturally challenging for people. Mm. So it is weird. Like I've I think it's when I'm expecting something of a certain way, like chicken salad. I want like a, a creamy smooth like I don't want the cr- nut crunch in it. And I also don't want anything sweet in it. Like that's why I don't want the grapes. Don't put a fucking grape in my chicken salad. Panera. Sure. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Panera. <laughs> I'm not even sure if that's true that you they ain't do. No sponsor of this show. <laughs> they they seem like the type that would do something like that. I'm not even. <laughs> fuck them. All right, so we see it's Jiffy Stash. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we get there. Um, blah, 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 blah. let's see. Where are we in the synopsis? So they crash land. They get to his thing. They find Jim Hopper's 
hand-fisted Jif jar. <laughs> yeah, and then they, they devise a scheme basically at that point that they're going to basically gag him and make him pose as basically Murray, and Murray's right. going to be Yuri. Right. And Yuri, and Murray's already kind of crazy, and Yuri's crazy. They'll just play each other. Um, mm-hmm. We don't get that to that point yet, uh, but that's kind of like the scheme the they come up with. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the the big the kid group are like, all right, cool, we're gonna go to the Creel house, and so they they break in, mm-hmm. the lights are like, ooh do 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 do, um, and then they can they can kind of see, like <laughs> Vecna moving in the house, but not, like oh, realizing yeah, like, that it's connected. They're like the upside down and the here house is like connected, so like his yeah. movements are tied to the movement. So that's like, all right, so it is connected to this Creel guy somehow mm-hmm. um and then at the same time basketball bros are like we found eddie we're gonna chase him in the lake okay i'm gonna go after him and they're like uh yeah but how insane is the idea of swimming in full clothes against a boat at and night catching up at, at night, night. <laughs> the fuck and so <laughs> kidding me and so that that dude who's been uh uh the only other uh, uh like african-american character in the show you know what his name was <laughs> Was uh, Patrick? Was it Patrick? It was Patrick. He probably like crunchy peanut butter too, so it makes sense that he deserved to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I saw all this, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm dead." <laughs> oh no. Well, oh, how do you think I feel, dude? Every everybody named Brett is always like the uber asshole Chad in everything. <laughs> like, I spe- but they're also like extremely athletic and and attractive, and it's like, well, I can't live up to that. I'm an asshole, but I'm not attractive or popular. I also don't want to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and so he gets plucked out of the fucking lake like mm-hmm. like nothing, like a like a True. floating turd. Yeah. And he gets he gets good nighted real quick. And at that point, I'm like, okay, so it happened in front of the basketball team. So now the basketball team have to realize that, like, oh I shit, it's too. it's not Eddie, it's something mm-hmm. else. No. They're going to double down. Double down. That is. Eddie is insane. He is in cahoots with the devil. Yes. He is magic. He's kids. 20-sided die is open to portal to hell in his satanic Mm -hmm. cult. And he can just just fold up kids from a lake at at will. That's what happens when you roll a d20, man. Mm -hmm. You land on a natural 20. You just start folding people up, man. It's. If he had that ability, why would he ever run to begin with? True. He'd just be like, oh, yeah, come on in. Crunch. Hey, yeah. No, you want to come in? Crunch. Crunch, yeah. Crunch, as thud. As crunch, thud. Crunch, thud. <laughs> Why would he be living in a trailer if that was the case? He'd be living in, like, the biggest mansion of all yeah. time. Trying to get me out. <laughs> None of this makes sense. Yeah. None of it makes sense. Yeah. Stupid jocks. Fucking brain-numb jocks, man. Yep. Kissing too many basketballs. And so that's how that one ends. And then, of course, there's like seven different storylines going on at once. Now we right. go back into Eleven's memories. And this is yep. – so we get basically uh, – she's the 11th subject. Oh, I forgot. So she's the 11th subject, and there's two through, well, like 14 or 15 because she's not the last. Correct. All different ages and this program, and they're doing like exercises with daddy. And the one kid is like the – bully leader and he's got like three lackeys are also bullying her they're all bald yeah they're all bald nincompoops (laughs) and uh 
so like these they play like these move me with your mind games kind of thing right um is this the one where we find out okay so i think this is also the episode where you see um where they like uh get the cameras off break into the what do they call it? The rainbow room or the colored room? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Rainbow room. The rainbow room where they have the the world's shittiest toys. They have fucking Plinko and chess. <laughs> hey, kids, you want to go have fun with Plinko and chess? Ooh, Papa, I'm so fucking dumb. Yes, that's great. I remember Plinko from, uh, what's that? Price is Right. Price is Right. <laughs> They're living every kid's sick day. Fucking playing Plinko. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they're they're playing good time Plinko, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, so they somehow get the cameras cut. I forget how. I think number one eventually says that he did that or something. Oh, did the cameras? So the camera they 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 beat the fuck out of her, and then like the next day, Daddy lines them all up in the room. Is like, who did it? And until you tell me, you're going to get, like, whatever he uses, like a prod, basically, to fuck him up. Shot collar. Yeah, he puts on a shot collar to fuck him up randomly yeah. until... And then they, they assume she's also a snitch and all this shit. Sure. Um, but, um, don't, oh, also, we got to back up. So earlier, not just this episode, but the first time she goes into the uh, the dunk tank, um, you know, the, the first time someone hit the target and she fell in the dunk tank, mm-hmm. she... We're we're in that flashback in this one where we assume that she murdered everybody mm-hmm. in this institution that she killed all the kids and all the staff yeah. um, that she fucked up daddy but didn't kill daddy. Um, so even during this memory, we believe that. So then after that, she gets all fucked up. Blah blah blah. So they they pull her, uh, but then there's like a discussion between daddy and Paul Reiser. About how like how long is this gonna take, blah blah, blah. Um, which leads to the not until the next episode. But Daddy's like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna load gonna up, jump to the last. Two yeah, I'm gonna load up the greatest hit. Like we're gonna play, uh, <laughs> we're gonna play taking care of business now. <laughs> or the fucking Simpsons, play taking care of business. <laughs> we we just played it. Play taking care of business. <laughs> fucking great. Um, so he's got he's gonna throw that in the eight track apparently. Uh, at some point, but we kind of like, so we have this big thing about her life back in the, the bunker. And then what we, but at that time while she's doing that and then Hopper and the other morons that were like the seditious ones, they go in and they have this like big giant meal prepared for them. And they're like, Oh, see, this is great. And we're going to, we're going to fight a champion of some kind and win. And we're getting, he's like, you guys are fucking idiots. You're all going to fucking die. They're just chubbing you up so that you feed this guy. Uh, Mm -hmm. What's wrong with you? Um, So then on the way back, Hopper fucks with the guard so he can like knock into him and steal his lighter. Um, And he he stole like a thing of vodka vodka, from dinner. He's like, that's right. Demogorgs don't like fire. So (laughs) I'm I'm going to fire fire it up. Fire it up. <laughs> I thought he was making a Molotov cocktail when he was first doing that. That's what I thought too. Like he was going to throw it at the thing or throw it in his yeah. mouth. Right. And then, I mean, I don't know if it's too early to say what he ends up doing. Yeah, It's in the next episode. I'll hold it. But okay. yeah, yeah, it's pretty pathetic. Mm-hmm. At least I didn't find it satisfying. I'm like, I didn't either. Like, yeah. all right. Whatever. So they have the meal. He steals that. Then 
um, while that so that happens, and then like the next day, that's when Joyce and Murray arrive, and they got Yuri gagged and kind of like under a wrapped up "I'm cold" thing. And yeah, Murray's doing his best Yuri impression to the to the main guard there, and like, succeeding. Yeah, and 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 succeeding. Yeah, and, and they so that they uh, finally get into. Um, I don't know sure if it's this episode or next, but basically they get in the control room then finally. Like they real they see Hopper that he's gonna be put in with to fight the demagogue, and they get in the control room, like what's what are we gonna do? We gotta open the gates, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I don't I don't think we actually get to that part until the no, next one. Basically we just get the arrival. Mm. Yeah, they see him, and then I think it's like the last part of their story. Yeah, that so episode. so that's when that's when Jason the the basketball douche uh, fucking white Kobe shows up at the town hall and it's like, <laughs> yeah. evil ends tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, townspeople, I know I'm just a kid and you're supposed to be listening to the police officers who know what they're doing. And I'm just going to incite a riot real quick. Yeah. We're cool with um, that. Right. Against other kids. Yeah. And like, so, Oh, you, you know what? The idea yeah. of murdering some children. Join me. <laughs> I would have been like, Dude, bro, you had me at murder children. Yeah, I, <laughs> shut up. We're, we're getting away with this? Let's do this. <laughs> That's basically the first guy who gets out of the room. He's like, well, are we murdering children or what? Yeah. <laughs> who else is, I mean, guys, did you miss the point where you said we got to murder children and get away with it? Or? Did you hear the kid? <laughs> what was, they, to me, it felt like a missed opportunity. I mean, they played into a little bit where, so he gives a speech and basically nobody's, everybody's just like, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> Like, they're just looking at him like, no, we're not believing this. But then, like, yeah. the dude gets up. He's like, just starts walking to the back of the room. And you think he's leaving because it's the kid's an idiot. But he's like, no, I'm, I'm ready to go murder children. Who's with me? And then a bunch yeah. of other people get up except the parents. We're like, no, we're not going to go murder our children. For our own children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to think, too, that, like, um, those families have, like, no other friends outside of each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, to, to be like. No, I know this. I know this family. I know this child. I'm not gonna go kill this child. But like, literally, everyone other than the families involved are like, "Let's fucking murder house." So yeah, I don't know. And then they weird. So the kids are like going. They're like going. They're going to like the makeout spot in the woods to hide because nobody visits the makeout spot that everybody knows exists. Not during a murder spree. <laughs> and. Nothing romantic about that. And du- and Dustin's like, Keith, guys, look at this. My, my compass isn't working. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Stop. I can't understand you. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like his compass is spinning around. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, um, since uh, we didn't do a good job of explaining this along the way, let me just through, instead of sh- uh, show, don't tell, I'm just going to tell you that that means there's a gate nearby. Um yeah. Let's just do some exposition to explain the fact that when my compass goes in circles, that means there's a gate. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they're like, cool. Cool. Let, that means the gates are opening wherever the kids are dying. Yeah. And, and that kid just died in the lake. So mm-hmm. let's roll out to his murder spot and jump and in and see in. what's up. And Steve, Steve being nice guy, Steve is always like, I'll go first. Yeah. Fully clothed. The, that's the thing, man. It's like, it's like they know there's two other murders that are not under the water. <laughs> you know, you yeah, especially I mean? fucking like, Fred. It was the middle of a street. You know how easy it is just... street. And that's you it. Drive your car into there. Okay, so, all right. <laughs> Lake, hard to get to. Trailer, 
It's in the ceiling, which we'll get to later. Also hard to get to, and it's marked off as a crime scene. Yeah. One was just in a street. Literally the easiest fucking one to just be like, mm-hmm. walk on the street. Hey, I'm just going to jump into the upside down now. It was also close to the trailer park, right? Because uh, Yeah, just down the road. They were there. Just through the died. woods. Yeah. yeah. No, let's let's go fucking free diving. Free diving. In a, a lake that apparently is 90 feet deep. And, and F- we're fully clothed again. Fully clothed. Professional skin diving. Yeah. Free diving. No worries. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, it's there. Then some hentai tentacles come out and pull him in. And they're like, oh, no, Steve's not back. So because he's probably in peril or drowned or dead, that means we should also all jump into the lake. Yeah. As makes sense. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, cool. We're all going to go in the lake now and let the hentai tentacles bring us in. <laughs> and then, so they're all there, and there's, like, murder birds, bat things. Murder bat birds, yeah. They come, they were. and they're, like, they're beating them up, but one of them bites Stevie on his tummy, but he's yeah. fine, sort of. Choking him out. Yeah. And, they, and they, they, like, have to tell Eddie and, um, uh, what's her face, uh, the girl, Robin, that you can't touch, mm-hmm. you can't touch any of the tentacle, the hentai tentacles. Because they're all connected to one brain. Yeah, but I guess Vecna is not actually part of that because he would know. Because the bats are somehow connected to the hentai, but he's not because he just pretty much lays, for the most part, lays low this whole time while they're there. Yeah. Well, again, we'll get in the next episode, but like he pretty much has nothing to do with anything the entire time. They're just like, oh, let's go to the neighborhood and blah, blah, blah. Um, so they're oh, like, right. yeah. So like, okay, oh shit, that means. Um, then the other kids, they're back at the house. They do the season one Stranger thing, and they communicate through the lights, blah blah. That's not really mm-hmm. that interesting, honestly. While the agents are in, they're up in the bedroom and they're they tapping on the chandelier. That, they make mention that like um, the upside down is like years in the past. Yeah. So well, they don't no. know that. So they go to the um, to uh, Nancy's house because she bought a gun after everything happened. Right. But she goes up to where she hides her gun to find out that it's, like, pictures or something. She's like, no, I don't have a gun. And then they find out it's, like, three. That basically, when the Upside Down was opened in season one, time froze Right at that point in the Upside in the Down. Upside Down, yeah. So only things that existed in, like, 1984 or whatever it was supposed Which to be. Which is weird because in the first season, too, I remember the Upside Down being, like, this completely black space mm-hmm. that, like had like a couple features that you could make out in the distance, but like otherwise it just looked like you were standing in a pool of black. Yeah, it was like at it was like burnt ash kinda cause like Will was hiding and he could mm-hmm. barely speak and he was because wasn't he hired like in a burnt out building kind of thing? Yeah, or, something like that. Yeah. But no, no, they're 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 taking a pleasure cruise over to the neighborhood. Right. Just go visit all the houses covered in everything's just tinted red. Yeah. We went to the hentai upside down mm-hmm. and um they figure it all out. But yeah, so she doesn't have a what were they going to do with the gun? Were they Shoot just get... that cat Vecna between the eyes? I think I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so they get that. Um, yeah, so they get. Uh, actually, we're already into the next episode, so it was only when they jumped in it was actually where that episode ended. So oh, okay. there, so all that happens. Um, but the next episode, which is the final one of mm-hmm. part one, is when the whole Joyce Murray Yuri thing. Uh, comes to play and they find right. out whether the, the captain of the prison's like, Hey, you're just in time to see this awesome thing that happens where we bring out the Demogorgon 
and uh, they fight prisoners. Which, by the way, this is another hot take. Is it just me, or does the Demogorgon look the worst of any of the seasons in this? Yeah. And I don't know if it's just because it's the daytime and he's well lit, and every other time he's been kind of like, because the lab, like the lights were flickering and it was shitty and it's been dark. But like in the daylight when they're fighting, like the CGI looked terrible. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. Maybe it's also because he's out in the cold. <laughs> I, I, it's just like, I don't know. The head shape looked weird to me. The mouth, yeah. the mouth, the teeth did not look good. The mm-hmm. teeth looked very PS3. It, it definitely looked. I think you had you're onto something there too with like just the uh, the costuming for the uh, the monsters kind of lacked mm-hmm. a little bit because I wasn't scared of Vecna a, a single time. No, he just I mean? he like, looks like a he looks like a burn victim who lost an arm. Mm-hmm. who just happened to have long finger well not he like a claw hand on his other one yeah but. and then they kind of like alluded that like his body was like constantly moving or something like that with like what looked like vines or tentacles or whatever but like yeah there's like these weird yeah. ten like he gets elevated by like there's that but back like his neck gets like ripped his neck gets, and like it gets replaced with like another like uh yeah yeah looking. yeah it's like a yeah. tendon comes up and connects or something mm-hmm yeah yeah but know. he wasn't Anyways, yeah but... he wasn't i mean his his actions are scarier than his design right and the demogorgon on it maybe i'm just over them now maybe that's yeah. part of it but like basically a they have like a full dome and then like a flower with teeth and yeah. in the daylight I think you're it right. doesn't work when he's when you see every part of it it's less scary but when it's like in the dark or whatever it's a little bit more yeah, so and here's where we get to Hopper's amazing idea of not not making a Molotov cocktail to throw down his throat, but to light a stick on fire. A spear or some shit. Yeah. yeah. He wraps a spear in some cloth and's like, I'm gonna wave this shitty Indiana Jones torch at him to scare right. him. Right. To back him off. But like it's like that Hopper, like that's not the end like are you expecting to be broken out of this place? Like wh- Well that's a so he has that's the other problem is like he has no idea that Joyce Mm-mm. and Murray are there. They're watching right. but he he doesn't know. Like at this point too at while they, while they're doing the fight, they've put the gun to the captain's thing to take him into the control room at the same time while this is all yeah. going on and they're trying to figure out how to open the doors, but he has no idea any of this he is happening. He doesn't know that's happening. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey Enzo or where <laughs> I forget what the guy's real name is." Uh, uh Ah, it's going to escape me. Dimitri. Dimitri. Yeah. Dimitri, go try with your little uh with a shitty pickaxe with a, a with a wooden handle. Ass door. Yeah. A, a giant metal door that's on a mechanical lock with metal gears. See if you can pry that open while <laughs> I wave this match at the Demogorgon. Yeah, like it wasn't even like <laughs> that on fire. And then it was like you're right. Like, was that the plan all along? Is to like break out of the door with the crow, the pickaxe, or was it like, was he actually going to kill the demogorgon? Because like, if that was the case, then he probably would have tried that a lot sooner than when the door was closing. Because by know, by the but... time Yuri and Joyce get around to figuring out how, by pressing literally all the buttons, every button yeah. in the control room, um, after uh, getting rid of the people working there, like. Uh, like the, the 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 his match was like nothing. Yeah, it was just a spirit. Because like the demogorgon, you know, in in classic every movie slash television, the demogorgon's right at the door when it finally closes. 
mm-hmm. know, where they're in the they're in the lockouts between the two different the two different door cycles. Yeah, I, I didn't love. I felt like that resolution could have been a lot better. I agree. I like the reunion and the mm-hmm. fact that Murray's there for the reunion too. Like, what the fuck is he doing here? Kind of yeah. way, and that part was nice. And I think that's actually that's like the second ending. There's like there's a bunch of endings. There's like three reveals. Yeah. So that reveal that Hopper's still alive. Um, well, we know Hopper's alive, but Joyce and Hopper they. Hopper finds out that Joyce knows and blah, blah, blah and that he's yeah, that coming. Yeah, they're essentially saying that they saved him at that yeah. point. So yeah. that all happens. During this one is also when they figure out that, like, every murder site, again, obviously has the the thing. Oh. We find out that the Upside Down is locked in 1984 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they go to the trailer to get out by... Well, that this actually this effect was kind of cool. The, the gravity swap. I thought it was cool because they're they're climbing yeah. up to fall down. Yeah, was kind of so they put like a remember the stain mattress is like I don't know how those stains got there. It's like a piss soak <laughs> Eddie's piss soak mattress is what they're falling yeah. on. <laughs> so he's a D and D nerd with a piss soak yeah. yeah, so they're all falling out of the ceiling. But at that at the last point, uh, Vecna grabs Nancy, basically, and mm-hmm. and, and starts float you know floating her for. Uh, for the old lawn furniture treatment. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And her thing was, uh, uh, what was it? The, her friend, um, Barbara. Like that was her, like, uh, nightmare, whatever it was. And it's during, so while he's, Nancy and him are connected, that's when he finds out, um, that, um, she discovers that, Vecna is Creel's son, Henry, which is hilarious. Also, mm-hmm. oh yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> that Henry, the yeah. son is that he's actually Henry. <laughs> the son is the one who killed everybody. Like he was like murdering. Right, she put all that together. Like they yeah. were doing. He was doing psychopath shit, and then like once he moved in the like, there's still something behind the house. Like the house was awakened like this in him, and he's actually mm-hmm. the one that ended up like murdering the whole family. So they have that reveal. Then we fast forward, so she gets floated, but not killed. That's like connected right. to like connect the dots. Then we get back. We're back in the bunker where um, Papa Bear has put in the eight track tape that lets her skip to the end. <laughs> Too bad he couldn't have done that two episodes ago. Tick tock. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so the creepy ass orderly that she like plays chess with, mm-hmm. um, like hey hey. Hey, they're gonna they're gonna kill you because you're weak. And he let you. Uh... <laughs> Your impressions are on point tonight, bro. <laughs> I gotta say, man. He he let you, Doctor Van Dunn. He let those people beat you up. Now... Stop! You're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> so he has like a special secret talk over chess. Like, oh, this was all set up. No, that's where he says that Papa Bear is the one who turned off the cameras. Right. He said, like, because oh, he wanted him to kill you. You're weak. You're going to die, et cetera. You can't trust this place. I'll get you out. Yeah. Um, uh, please please ignore my Michael Jackson voice. I swear children are allowed to be around me. Um, and at some point, we also see that um, when last time he tried to help a loved one, then he got tortured. He had the shock collar on him. Remember? Oh, yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. So right. I forget what episode that is. But we find out that last time he tried to help a loved one, then he got punished. Because I think he like tipped her off to what the test was going to be or whatever, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. So um, he got punished. So now they have that connection. Like he, she saw that happen. So they connected. 
Uh, he slips her the ID badge so she can like roam free, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got this whole Roman free thing. So she's like, oh, we're going to escape. She takes you, uh, escapes with the orderly. They go down to like a, like a boiler room yeah. where there's a pipe that can only fit her, her in the pipe. And, um, she's like, you need to come with me. And he's like, I can't go with you. They control me. She's like, what do you mean? And she's like, and he's <laughs> like, oh, they put a red pill in my neck. Yeah. This little boom, boom pill. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's, uh, so she decides cause he's been nice. I'm going to remove the boom, boom pill from his neck so that she, he can come with me. But all right. So here's the thing. Here's the discussion point I want to get to. It's, I'm sorry. There's a lot of exposition on this, but yeah. Do you think at that? Actually, you know what? Let me jump to the end and then we can back up to this point. Okay. Sure. So he, she, she feels bad, removes it in doing. So he reveals that he's actually experiment number one. Mm-hmm. And he literally murders everybody. everybody. Yeah. So uh, there's more to it past that point. But okay, so now we're at the point where he's like, go ahead, get in the get in the pipe, escape. Um, you're better than this place. We're done. Do you think that was a genuine moment where he was gonna let her go, or he was planning on her being like, No, you help me, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get you out of this place too? Or do you think it was a genuine moment of like, he was going to stay behind and she was going to escape? No, I think that because he kind of, I feel like he kind of brought it up on his own that he had the boom, boom pill in his neck. You know what I mean? Like he, he was like, he sort of did, but she, but she was like, why, why can't you come with me? Mm -hmm. But then he explained that it was too small for him to go through. And then he brought up the boom, boom pill. You know what I mean? Like that would have been enough to be like, I can't fit through that. So I mm-hmm. can't go. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, that, like it's, that's honestly in this entire season. And it sucks to get to the very end of it before I had like a, a moment where I'm like, I mean, we've, we've done really picky shit. That's kind of mm-hmm. the point of this whole podcast is to do the picky shit. Even though again, we both really enjoyed this season Oh yeah, and all the gripes we've been doing is literally for comedy and just little shit. But especially the forty grand, I don't know how she got (laughs) it, and I don't know how he thought he was going to retire on it. But anyway, um, this moment, that moment, I, I, I just, I'm waiting for somebody to fully convince me that he, because she, I don't feel like she could be manipulated. Like she wasn't showing a tendency for manipulation at the point. She just, she was, I mean, she was showing that she was sensitive and vulnerable, mm-hmm. but she had more of a, I want to get out of here. I don't want to be part of this more than a, you can manipulate me. She was more thankful. I mean, she was, th- I don't know. Cause she did it when she removed the boom, boom pill. He still couldn't fit through the pipe. Right. So right. she was doing it as like a thank you. Right. It was like a, thank you for helping me. I'm going to go <gasps> kind of thing. So but like the thing is too though like if I'm if I'm number one and I'm trying to get eleven out, like I have already de- decided like my fate is sealed here. I'm probably gonna die regardless. Blah blah blah. And then like to mention, this is in my neck. Even though I'm gonna be punished for this because I can't leave anyways, is like, it's like why why mm-hmm. bother. I don't know. It just seems. It just seems like a. 
It felt like he just kind of sprinkled that in there out of context. I, I mean, I under, I feel like that's what we are led to believe. Mm-hmm. But I felt like we could read into it more than we were supposed to believe. Sure. Just the way it played out. So then from that point, again, he goes and murders everybody. Mm-hmm. So this flashback that we've seen multiple times from the beginning of the season of Eleven standing in front of a room of dead children with right. Daddy coming in and going, oh, what have you done? Right. So this whole time we believe that she murdered everybody. We find she, out one, she one's she the one well. who murdered everyone. Uh, <laughs> and so she turns like, oh, my God, you murdered all these children. He's like, yeah, who gives a shit? We're going to rule the world, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, let's let's do this. You don't, let's you're, go murder some more children. <laughs> yeah, basically. You're better, you're better than this place. We're together. We're unstoppable, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So uh, then they have a brain fight where they're pushing each other because, like, that's like the game that was like, it's like push me out of the circle game. So they're having yeah. an intense push me out of the circle game until she finally cracks, gets him against the wall, burns up his whole body while also simultaneously opening up the other dimension. Mm-hmm. Like her brain is like fucking him up so bad that she opens up another dimension of time <laughs> and space. Yeah. And shoves his. Now, down an armed, singed body mm-hmm. through it. So we find out not only is um, Henry Vecna, we find out Eleven is the one who made Vecna. Mm-hmm. And that... Uh, she so, made the portal. Yeah. And that she's the originator of like the upside down portal. And mm-hmm. then it ends with basically daddy coming in like, what you've done lies in like, oh my God, now there's a portal to what the fuck is happening. Mm-hmm. going on right here and that's kind of brings you to where season one would start and that's yeah i think that's yeah 11 overpowered hundred cinema upside down where he becomes back now. yeah so that's literally the end so that's where we end everything so hopper sort of kind of free so we end with mm-hmm. joyce and murray are with him at the outside gate but it is just the three of them and they have a pistol do you think they're going to go back to the church where there's like guns and peanut butter I would assume. Yeah. I mean, the plane's useless, right? The, it the crashed. Plane's gone. Yeah. None of them can fly anyway, and the plane's crashed. There's probably some guns around where they are right now, too, if not anything else. I mean, they're going to have to... I, I'm glad they've kissed and made up, but they're going to have to get out of there real fucking quick. Yeah. Um, And then... So that's where the that. Nancy is under the... She gets the entire exposition of basically Vecna is Henry during her floaty time. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of left there where she's under the spell. So maybe they need to start playing Don't Stop Believing or something and she can run towards it. And then <laughs> some other artist is going to get like a big yeah. spike in. <laughs> they're, they're, they're all like the record company's like, come on, man. We really need. On, please. We need on. this one. Adam Ant really needs this. Relax. Don't, <laughs> don't do, do it. Where do you want to get through it? <laughs> Frankie does go to Hollywood. Frankie. <laughs> My savior, Frankie. Uh. So she's floating. Those three are sort of still, they're extinct, but still in danger because they're in front of a, a maximum security prison full of armed guards and they have no way of getting home. And then Eleven is regaining her powers and just finding out that she created, basically is the reason the Upside Down was, oh, it probably already existed. It's like, we're kind of ble- like that these things, these things exist. Yeah. But she's the reason that it ever opened up to begin with and she created the bad right. guy, the baddie. But I, you know what, though? I don't think she knows he exists in the current timeline. Because she swept away to that bunker early. 
She doesn't really have any understanding of what the other kids are going through, I don't think. No, because she doesn't meet up with, like... Because neither does no, Will that's how, no. or any of those guys. Yeah. Nope. So she has no idea, like, the consequence that's currently occurring with that. Mm-hmm. I think... Well, no, didn't she get, like, a kind of a briefing? With, yeah, she got uh, a briefing, like, something's going on, and we think it's connected, and we need you to have your powers to do it, like... But she doesn't know that, like, Henry is... Yeah. Know, Henry's the thing that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Which, and then, and I, is it really true that part two is only going to have two episodes? It is, yeah. I was just looking at this. It's got eight and nine, chapter eight, Papa, chapter nine, the piggyback, which is like, a, what, like that's the last name of the last episode. This is, this is the final so season too, right? This is it. Yeah, it is. So we're going to wrap <laughs> all that up. All they have what minimum of four side stories going on right now. It could be long episodes though, man. We don't know. It could be like two hour eps. <sighs> it upsets yeah. me. It upsets me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Like when they gave me seven, I was expect, and they said part one. I was expecting seven in the rear. Do you think um, the the female bully that was bullying Eleven that got popped with the roller skate? Do you think she's going to come back in these last two episodes? Yes. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's the '80s. The bully always comes back at some point, and maybe she'll be so altruistic. Eleven's bully. We're going to have the jock bully who's riled mm-hmm. up the whole town. We haven't seen the end of that either. Yeah, but he's gonna, he's going to have a redemption story or die. Those are only the only two options. He's either going to be. Brutally murdered or have a redemption uh, arc. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's a lot of loose ends there. They gotta figure out how to tie that up. But and I know what they're gonna do. They're they're going to they're gonna. Did you watch the Expanse? No. The Expanse was as complicated as Game of Thrones, only in space. Oh, right. Shit. Okay. So yeah. when they so it was on Sci-Fi, then Sci-Fi is like this costs us too much money. Then Amazon Prime picked it up. There's it's it's a really good series, and um, but there it's volumes of books. Amazon wrapped it up and they let them wrap it up in a real season. They didn't do like an abridged season or like you have two three hour episodes to do it. They wrapped up that story arc, but it ended with so all the little stories that we needed to end ended, but also introduced during that season were a couple of minor things, like these ancient people that created the gate plus the. the molecule that's like bringing people back to life on these planets past the ring kind of thing. We have no resolution on that. What's going on with the, the, the zombies being brought back to life or who these ancient ring builder people are. But we wrapped up all the people we cared about stories where it's like, Oh cool. Everything's wrapped up. And it's like, wait, everything's not wrapped up. (laughs) And I feel, yeah. So I feel like Netflix is going to give us the old, Here's everybody's arc. Everything closes. Um, Steve ends up back with Nancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan decides to just discover himself. Argyle just is happy being Argyle. Argyle falls in love with the sister of Hop- Hopper. Ends up with Murray. No, that's probably. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I, 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 I'm waiting for the you wait to the last. You so piggybacks the last episode ever. You get mm-hmm. to the end, and all of a sudden, like. Uh, an upside down fissure opens in a wall somewhere and it just goes like like loud music burst and then it just ends and that's sure. the end of it. Like they're not going to let us just have it. You think they're going to do like um, 
like they did with Firefly, Serenity show? shit. Yeah, like Firefly or, or Stargate. Um, God, what was that one show? I can't remember if the top. Uh, no, I don't got it. Good. My bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know with the expand, like they they kind of talked about the fact that they they purposely did it so that. Um, because there is so, still so much source material that they could leave it open for um, uh, Serenity-type movies or Stargate-type movies to tell um, the remaining books in two-hour, uh, you know, uh, made-for-streaming movies, which I would be happy with. I enjoyed The Expanse for what it was. Um, Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, Twin Peaks. All right. Because <laughs> they did that, they did yeah. that in Twin Peaks, and then they came back like years, years later. Sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you, but I just no, I remember I, that. I think this is probably the last we'll hear of Stranger Things, to be honest. Especially because it's Netflix. Netflix has a real problem. Um, they really abandon their IP. Mm-hmm. Um, even yeah, even when there's outrage or like demand, when it's obvious there's demand, like um, I don't know if you watch Travelers at all. When they canceled that, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, no, I did not. <laughs> yeah, so they're real good at canceling like, and, and, and or ending things and just letting it letting it sit. Um, and I think it's, especially when it's popular, because when it's popular, it means they got to pay. Sure. And, ne- and you, you know, Netflix stock fell to dog shit recently, too. They don't have the money to pay. They've canceled basically all their, uh, like, all their big-name sequels and a couple of big-name titles they already had coming up, so... If there's any kind of Stranger Things ever coming, it's not going to be for five plus years, I would say. Yeah. But I I think they're going to let this dead dog lie, um, unless they do it it style and revisit them as adults. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm just thinking too. But I I I don't know. I don't know. But we'll have to revisit when we get the if they're long ones. We'll have to revisit for uh, part two. Yeah, I think so, man. Any closing thoughts on part one? Uh, Overall comment, I guess I should say. Mm. I'll give you my. I'll give. I'll start. So, the forty thousand dollar thing bothered me the whole way through. Mm-hmm. The ending we just talked about. Not that it bothered me. I still think about whether she would have actually removed the red pill thing if he if if that was actually planned or it just was an opportunity. He seized it. I want. I. I feel like we're meant to believe one way, but I feel like it could have been not that way. Yeah. Um, and Joyce, Joyce's family, I'm not loving. And that I, I don't like Jonathan's arc. Mm-hmm. And that whole family is just like, and Will's useless. Will's a paperweight this whole season. Like, it seems like they literally took every character that like has very little, interest or like story and put them in one place mm-hmm. they're like we're gonna put all you guys into one home we're gonna tell a bunch of other stories we're gonna get rid of the only interesting one 11 and you guys kind of we're just gonna put you up to the side because we don't fucking care about your stories at all <laughs> like yeah i agree the the briars family is just ugh. Slow, yeah, so when slow. when Noah, the guy, the kid who plays uh, Will, when he got mm-hmm. his script in the mail and it and it was a uh, one one piece of paper double sided, was probably like, oh shit, there must have been a mistake. Like, no, that's that, that's all you got. 
<laughs> that's you. Like you look like you're 35. You're lucky you're still even in this. You're lucky you're punk. Because it was supposed to be what a uh, nine months. Mm-hmm. He was still a, he was a child in season three. Yeah. It was nine months. Now he's 30. He looks like he's 35. Mm-hmm. So there's there's that part. Uh, <laughs> uh, beyond that, um, I enjoyed it. I was wondering how they're gonna. I still think honestly, I like the. I don't know. Was it season three? The one with the. Um, no, season three was the mall mm-hmm. and uh, Billy. So I guess season two is my favorite. The one with Rudy. The one with Rudy is my favorite season. Rudy and the Mind Flare. Yeah. yeah. That's that's my favorite season. Same. But it wasn't bad. Uh, it's too premature to rank it. I'd say this one's it. pretty good too, man. I'd say this one's up there with two. If I were to like, rate them. It's bingeable. Two. It's a bingeable season. Like You're not going to watch... Yeah. One or two episodes ago, like, eh, I'll pick this up later. Mm-hmm. It does have a, a, a ability to make you want to watch the next episode. Yeah, for sure. So there's that. But anyway, so that's our thoughts on Stranger Things. We're gonna we're gonna keep this up with maybe some good movies, maybe some shitty movies, maybe some good movie franchises, maybe some shitty movie fan- franchises, uh, other TV series. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap Pat when we're talking media. So TVs, films. If you guys have any suggestions, um, maybe uh, even games, Brett. I don't know. Or yeah, or games. We could do that. We can do that. So uh, the greater media world, Pat is gonna be my my bro. So I hope you guys really enjoyed today. Um, I don't have any theme songs as of yet. We had the fun little opener, which I did pay for, which I was telling Pat at the beginning. I did pay for mm-hmm. that. I'm not gonna replay it at the end. I'll probably give us a a, a funny little. Uh, segment or some of uh noises at the end or something i don't fucking sure. know um but yeah that's all i got so i hope you guys enjoy it long form discussion um i love this yeah. shit i could do this I do too man I, I could do this all the time i i do all this, i do this shit all the time when i'm just like watching stuff and enjoying it anyways i like to pick apart like things that could have done better or whatever it doesn't mean i don't love them i love this series this tv series so like yeah, man, it's just it's this yeah. is kind of how I enjoy watching uh, shows. I mean, and if, stuff, if you, so. even if you want to deep dive into how much I hate the Lord of the, so I I never watched the Lord of the Rings until Thanksgiving break or Christmas break, <laughs> and not only did I watch it, I watched the long like four hours a piece version of each one, mm-hmm. and I fucking hated every oh fucking minute oh of Lord of the Rings. I. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I gullumed it. I hated oh, it no. so fucking much. So maybe, maybe that's dumb. Who knows? So I'd be happy to hear uh, what you guys think. And uh, yeah, so stay tuned for that. This isn't. Um, and then of course, there's gonna be some Phil episodes sprinkled in too. Might mm-hmm. catch up with Phil maybe more on a every other month or quarterly basis. So this is gonna be busy being uh, full dad mode. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, Speaking of dads, I could probably sneak Henry in here a couple of times. Hell too, yeah, let's get Henry. Henry Henry has the ability of making people laugh only by existing. <laughs> he's got some hot takes, man. Yeah. He's got hot <laughs> a hot dry take on everything and it and it makes me giggle. Same. <laughs> All right, man. I'm going to just do a car screeching. So this is this is us out. Sweet peace. See you guys later. <laughs>